Hey guys, I want to give a heads up before we start this episode. This is our new weekly breakdown slash review of the Halo TV series. So we will be spoiling heavily. So if you have not started Halo, I would recommend turning this off immediately. We're doing episode one right now, but this will be at the beginning of every episode. So obviously, as episodes go on, just pay attention to which episode it is. And if you haven't watched that, then I would recommend turning this off because we'll be breaking down each episode and reviewing it and also speaking about the Halo games. So if you are wanting to play the Halo stories or the Halo campaign and care about the stories, I would recommend not watching or listening to these either. So without further ado, we'll get into the episode here. I also want to give a extra warning here for this episode in particular. I know Aaron gave a heads up that he spoiled parts of The Mandalorian and uh, The Book of Boba Fett and certain episodes of the Star Wars movies. So if you are somebody that hasn't seen any of those that I just listed, you may want to turn off here as well. Welcome to the Current Backloggers. I am your host, KCP, along with my good friend and co-host today, Aaron C. Yeah, that one kind of works. Some names don't work with the, the last letter. We are here for a special episode of Current Backloggers, discussing the Halo TV series, episode one. Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel being here, Aaron? I know you haven't been on a, a real episode. Yeah, if it's, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I like watching stuff and shows and movies so we're gonna do a good breakdown and, yeah uh, it's about halo so we can all appreciate halo yeah that's uh i know we talked about starting with uh, our history of halo where we started playing and what we played and whatnot so if you want to go first feel free yeah so uh probably in middle school it's my earliest halo memories uh at a computers in the back of our classrooms and they just had halo on them so anytime uh anytime we uh got free time we played halo that was pretty cool yeah um, sounds like a pretty good school right there yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> uh and then halo 2 i think is the first game i actually owned i oh, never right. owned halo 1 okay i actually never played halo 1 until like five years ago um, on the remastered okay, uh, Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then I actually didn't have an Xbox until like 2010. Oh, okay. So Halo 2 and Halo 3 were the first games I owned on the Xbox, and me and my brother would play all the time, um, especially Halo 3. Yeah, Halo 3. It's a fucking jam. Yeah, so that was the game like we would co-op all the time. Yeah, not really online. I don't think I had online till like way later. Oh, but okay. yeah, we would just play multiplayer, and it's probably my favorite game out of the Halo series, Halo Three. Mine too. Um, but yeah, uh, the newer games I haven't really touched a bunch on Halo Four. I played a little bit. I liked Halo Reach a lot. Halo Wars was. Fantastic. 
you play the sequel Halo Wars? I haven't yet. No. I know I it's on Game to. Pass, but yeah. I haven't got to it. And then uh, the new game I haven't got to yet, or Halo 5. I haven't played Okay. Anytime you want to, you need a co-op partner for any of those, you let me know. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Okay. Anything else you want to say about Halo? I told you it's not a, a dick measuring contest. Obviously, Halo is my favorite series, so I'm going to say a lot more than that. But that's not because I'm like, oh, I'm better at Halo. It's kind of just give context to talking about the series, even though the series is not based off the games. I think it would kind of help to give yeah. the context of the. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I love all the story modes in the games. The The first one is amazing. Halo 2 is really like the remastered version on the oh, Master yeah. Chief Collection such an amazing game like you can like you know how you can like go back to the old cutscenes yeah. and then the the new like remastered it looks amazing even the audio changes you can hear it it kind of sounds it doesn't sound bad when you're playing in classic but then you change it to remaster and it just sounds so empty when you go back to classic it's yeah kind of fucking crazy and it looks really funny too if you go back <laughs> to the classic version it's like what the heck is this and then you see the remaster and it's like oh this is so beautiful yeah and I hope they remaster Halo 3 at one point. That would be... I'd go crazy for that. Even though it too. still looks good. It yeah, still looks amazing. I, say, I think that's the issue. That one holds up so much better than the first two. Because the art style is just so amazing that I think it's going to hold up for a long time. But I definitely would. I'd buy a remaster immediately. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. There was a... I was playing Halo Reach about a year ago. I really like that game also. I'm trying to think of other Halo that I've like delved into. Yeah. But... Three is probably the one I remember the most okay. and played the most, but the flood in that game always pissed me off. It's like the worst mission ever. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the grave mine mission where it's like nothing but flood? Yeah. It looks like a bunch of anuses in the level? Yep. It is the worst level in, I think, Halo history. I, I hate that level. It's like, when am I going to get out of this stupid I was going to say the same exact thing. thing. I said to either... Um, the late Cody Grove or um, our friend Derek. I can't remember which one I said that to in there. Wait, you dislike that level? I was like, yeah, I, not only do I dislike it, I think it's easily the worst campaign mission in any Halo. And which I can't remember which one it was. But, Are you serious? No, I thought I was messing with them. I, was like, I don't think I'm alone in this. This level sucks ass. Yeah, it is, it is awful. Like, it's so annoying. And if you die, then you just got to keep going. And then, uh -huh. they, like, they explode. Like, the flood exploding is the most annoying thing. And you just got to shoot around. Like, yeah. it's it's the worst level. I, I hate that level. And that's come from somebody, and you're the same, that Halo 3 is my favorite Halo. So that's saying something that it can still be our favorite Halo with uh, it being our least favorite mission in any of the campaigns. Yeah. And I always, once I get past that campaign, I'm like, whew, like I did it. <laughs> did that mission again. <laughs> like it's, I dread it every time I replay that game. Yeah. But get through it. Get stronger. Keep going. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. So my history with Halo started in 2001 when the original Halo came out, Combat Evolved. I was always... I've never been a fanboy of any console. I think that's really weird. I think the only time it makes sense is when people don't have, have enough money and they can only have one system, I get it. But if you have money and you're into games, I don't know why you wouldn't want more than one system. That's always weird to me. So I was never a fanboy, but I've always had preferences. Like now my preference is Xbox. But as a kid, my preference growing up was definitely Nintendo. And so when the Xbox, PS2, and 
GameCube were all coming out. I was like, I gotta get the GameCube. Nintendo is my favorite. And I bought that and Luigi's Mansion and Pikmin. And I was happy with it. But then I went to one of my friend's house that had Halo. And it's hard to imagine now, but at the time, everybody made fun of Microsoft and they were like a joke because they're new to the game industry. Everybody's like, what does Microsoft know about games? Nobody's going to buy this thing. And I went to his house and I played one mission of Halo and I was like, shit, I shouldn't have bought a GameCube. And that's coming from somebody who's not a, a Nintendo fanboy, but definitely a Nintendo leaning. And I was like, damn, I instantly regret this after one mission of a game. And uh, so I saved up all my money that year to get an Xbox and Halo. And uh, from there, it became my favorite game series of all time. Well, favorite game at the time, and obviously eventually a series. But uh, played every single Halo, 2, 3, ODST, Reach, 4, 5, Infinite, and then the spinoffs, Halo Wars, Halo Wars 2, um, Spartan Assault, as you can see here, Spartan Strike. So even the uh, more obscure games that even a lot of Halo fans don't like and make fun of, I just love, I think all of them are fun, but I love the story and the war of Halo so much. And that's what intrigued me so much with the show is that I feel like a lot of people like Halo criticize it because they say there's no story and it's just nothing but dumb shooting and action. And I think part of that is the game's fault because a lot of their lore is hidden behind like finding stuff or Easter eggs or collectibles. So I think part of it is a game's fault, but it sucks because I feel like it kind of hides such an amazing world that people don't see. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that like a lot of people don't see how big Halo actually is. Yeah, I know there's a lot of books for yeah, Halo yeah. and there's <laughs> a ton of like other content and i actually saw a lot of stuff about how people are criticizing the show and i was like what like that was just my thoughts on the first episode like it was amazing i i loved every i mean there was some stuff that was like eh, you know whatever and we'll get into it but yeah you're good like it's like how do you hate this <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh like I said, that's why I wanted to give backstory about Halo. It wasn't a, a dick measuring contest, I've ever said. Like, oh, I know Halo better than you. I think it just give context to when we're talking about the story. Even though they, when they announced this, they or not when they initially announced it, because I'll get into that here in a second, how convoluted all that was. But uh, leading up to the release, they said this was going to be its own storyline, the silver timeline that's separate from any of the games or books. Which I've read a couple of the books, I guess I should add that, but only a couple and there is countless books now so yeah did you ever watch like the i think there was a movie on netflix or something yeah I there's never watched it but yeah there's a few live action like movies that don't have master chief yeah i've seen all of them and one of them do have master chief not all of them but one of them does yeah they're all good to different degrees um so the original halo as a movie was first announced in 2004 believe it or not Bungie just when Bungie still was with Halo, rest in peace. Yeah, to Bungie, <laughs> we all miss you. Come back, please. <laughs> they uh, announced that there would be a movie in 2004, and that uh, 20th Century Fox would be making it. And then it was kind of just in limbo, and nobody knew what was happening with it until I think it was 2007. They announced that Peter Jackson would be making it with uh, Neil Blomkamp. Oh, that would which, have been uh, that would have been crazy. Yeah. 
Peter Jackson at the helm of, helm of Halo. Yeah, like, and woo. Neil Blumkamp is uh, the director of District 9, Chappie, Elysium. All and, fantastic movies. Recommend all of them. Yeah. But to that point, District 9 was his first true movie. He did shorts and stuff, so he's a nobody up until that point. So it was unfortunate because um, they had a deal together to make a movie with those two with Microsoft. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, so I don't want to make it up. But it was something crazy that Microsoft made them guarantee they'd make a certain amount of money, uh, Peter Jackson and Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. And obviously they couldn't guarantee it because they don't know what's going to happen. Neil Blomkamp the unestablished director. So Microsoft dropped them from the project. That's crazy. Yeah. They they probably would have made so much money. Oh, yeah. Because, like, District 9, the budget was low. And that yeah, movie was fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, District 9 is fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. As much as I love District 9, though, it's hard for me to watch it because I know there's supposed to be a Halo movie and seeing how well done it was, like, God damn it. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. That really hurts. And Halo could have been, like, it's obviously mainstream because the game's so humongous, but could have been, like, mainstream, mainstream if that movie hit. Yeah, and that's, like, before, that's, like, Halo 2 period, 2007, maybe um, before Halo 3. Halo 3 came out. Halo 2 was 2004, and then Halo 3 was 07, I think. So, yeah, that's, like, right between, I mean, like, you know, I think Halo 3 is, like, the height of Halo. Yeah, 07. I'd say Halo 3 was the height yeah, as far yeah, as definitely. popularity and stuff. But, I mean, Halo 2 is incredible. Yeah. But uh, that would have been, been amazing to drop a movie and Halo 3, like, yeah, close together. Yeah, so yeah, that hurts. That hurts a lot. Yeah, and it sucks. Like it's the movie, I kind of just separate because the movie's fucking awesome, but it's hard to watch because I know it's supposed to be Halo, and you might not have noticed it because you didn't know it's supposed to be Halo. But go back and watch it again; you can see it. Like he reuses. He obviously had so many um, assets that he already had planned for Halo, and since yeah. you know, a small director just reused them. So a lot of the guns are clearly assault rifles and battle rifles from Halo, and. The ships look just like pelicans coming in. Yeah, thinking about the ships, yeah, they look yeah. exactly like pelicans. <laughs> wow, that's that's insane. Um, I was reading something about the show. I heard that Spielberg is like slightly involved. He is. That's it's like you're giving me segues without realizing it. They uh that fell apart and then there was talk of Halo property things forever, and as you mentioned, there's multiple straight to DVD streaming service kind of movies and um like miniseries they've done i don't think any of them are actually bad i think they're all good to a certain extent and entertaining but i think the issue is they're all held back by obviously being low budget and low tier and not top tier actors yeah and i mean with halo you want to do it well yeah and because the fans are so crazy and love it so much you want to like you want to be like during the show you want to feel like you're in Halo, yeah. so you need a big budget for that. Yeah, so after his In Limbo and after some of those came out, they announced a new Halo show at E3 in 2015, and it was going to be helmed by, like you said, Steven Spielberg. So everybody lost their minds because it's like a, another top name, so all right, we're in. Yeah, and then Spielberg, like, yeah, you can list movies for days with Spielberg and yeah. how incredible that would have been. And like I said, that's 2015 that happened. So obviously, again, there is a lot of excitement and then a lot of wonder and silence and wonder what happened to it. Till eventually, 
in 2019, they announced that it would be on Showtime. And um, it's a show we eventually got today because Showtime kind of merged with Paramount. And that's why they moved it to Paramount Plus to try and push Paramount Plus to be a big thing. Yeah, which the streaming wars continue with Uh a new streaming service every five weeks. Yeah. It's like, here, let's make an original show that's popular. You know, (laughs) it's it's insane. Uh, So I'm now subscribed to Paramount Plus due to Halo. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I didn't see much else on there. So I'll probably watch Halo and then cancel the subscription immediately. Yeah, I was going to do the same thing. I did, since I'm a T-Mobile member, I got a year for free, so... That's kind of the only thing I'm going to keep it for for, for sure because it's free, so might as well. Right, yeah. But uh, I had a thought, but it completely just dropped off. It's but okay. um, <laughs> yeah, you want to get into the uh, the episode or you got more? Um, more just going? a little bit more. You're good. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say about Steven Spielberg is everybody say he dropped out of the project and it was embarrassing because he wanted obviously nothing to do with Halo. And I thought he did too because they – you think that was a name they would push over and over, and like on the old uh, Paramount commercial, it'd be like Steven Spielberg's, and like um, av- heavily adv- advertise it, and there, his name was just nowhere to be seen. So I thought he was out of it too until the show ended, and we were all sitting here. We're doing a watch party every week, I guess I should say. You weren't here the first time, but I knew you're planning on coming. And uh, super excited, by the way, for that. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah, excited <laughs> to have you. And we were all sitting here kind of talking and kind of ignoring the credits. And I was like, wait, is that Steven Spielberg? And then a few people start talking, and his name was in there. It's just an executive producer, so I'm imagining he probably didn't have much to do with the show. He's probably like, here's my name, give me the money. And uh, Oh, yeah, you know you know how he, yeah. <laughs> but it's still weird, though, because even in, when he just produces something and not even exec- executive produces it, you know that, they just plaster his name everywhere, so I can't believe they just kind of hit his name now. I don't know. Yeah, what I, I heard he was loosely involved is what I heard. So it's kind of like he's just overseeing it and not really. Yeah, doing a lot. I can try and find the article, but it was just like his name is there, and that's about it. Yeah, I think that I'm sure that's what it is. I doubt he's actually doing much. I just still, as far as advertising, I can't believe. Oh yeah, they, they should take be advantage like... of it. Steven Spielberg's Halo, yeah. like something like that. But. Especially because any people that are watching that don't really care about Halo are going to, oh, shit, Steven Spielberg did this, and then that just helps their mindset to yeah. be like, oh, it's him, it must be good. Um, I think the Paramount Plus thing, though, could hurt it because it's such a, you know, a lot of people don't have Paramount Plus. It is cheap, though, which is good, so maybe that will get subscribers, but it's not like a big TV network. It's just a streaming service, which is interesting, but... Yeah, I think I think there's good and bad. I think probably the bad, unfortunately, outweighs the good. But said you think it's bad that the audience is much smaller. I think it's good because you're probably paying a lot less and also a lot less competition as far as streaming service. Because Halo gets yeah. ads and Netflix or who it's going to get up against twenty shows that people are obsessed with already. Right. Yeah. On and Paramount Plus, there's Star Trek, and that's about it. Yeah. And CBS shows that are old and yeah. have been running for 20 years, like Criminal Minds. Yeah. Good show, but it's been out for a crazy amount of time. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got for that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you saw, but it broke the, uh, not that it's too impressive, as we said, with what's on there, but it broke Paramount Plus uh, Premier Records. 
So it was the highest view, yeah, the highest view thing, and it was by quite a bit. They uh, they never had anything on Paramount Plus that's finishing the top ten in the Nielsen rankings, which we should have that by next week if it's in there or not. So it's impressive because they're definitely top in Paramount Plus, but it's hard to tell how impressive that is because Paramount Plus is such a small player in the game. Right. So we should have a better idea, like I said, next week when the overall show rankings come out, not just Paramount Plus. Yeah, and I'm sure that half their subscribers now joined because of Halo. Yeah, oh, and I'm sure. their subscri- subscription probably went way up. Yeah. And they do have a free trial, which is pretty cool. But, yeah. Uh, I noticed their interface is kind of glitchy. It'll crash at random times. Oh, really? I didn't have any issue with that. But, yeah, I don't know. It might have just been my Xbox or, you know, just my Wi-Fi, but it kept crashing. I had to, huh. like, reload the episode, like, three times. But, uh... Overall, it's on a streaming service. It's pretty awesome. Drops weekly. Pretty cool. I'm a fan of that, too. I know a lot of people have issues with not being able to binge-watch things, which I get the appeal in that. I like binge-watching certain things. But I feel like we've lost, kind of like we're trying to do here weekly, like it being a a community thing, like a hangout thing, like, oh, what's going to happen next week? Yeah, that's that's what's awesome about it is, I mean, weekly television is pretty much gone, which is kind of sad because... It's one of the best things. Like, as a kid, I remember Mm -hmm. waiting every week. Criminal Minds was a big show I watched as a kid. And, like, Smallville. There were a bunch. Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead I watched weekly. And it's kind of just gone because they just drop every episode at once. So I'm glad Halo's doing it one at a time. Yeah, it seems like... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of coming back a little because I used to say the same thing. There's nothing in... But it seems like Marvel is starting to do that, and Disney some with Mandalorian and yeah. Marvel shows. But it's definitely not the the norm. But it seems like at least some people are catching on to the fact of that's fun to have the build up to it, not just be able to blow through all of it every time. Right, and I like that they they even show you the dates of every yeah. episode. Like, so you're like, oh, I got this for the next yeah every day when this drops, I can watch this on this day or some point during that week. And I think that's really exciting. Especially like we got Kenobi that's coming out soon. Yeah. Halo's out. Moon Knight comes out this Thursday, so you can yeah. just like jam pack your Thursdays with Halo and Moon Knight. <laughs> so it's pretty it's pretty exciting. I like yeah. it. The week by week thing is awesome. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like another downside to the binge watching um way of doing it is that you have the computer that can watch it all in one night and then fucking ruin it for everybody i feel like yeah it's a lot harder when it's weekly because you can take it week by week if you stay off internet for a day or whatever you can watch the episode by the time you do it but not everybody can just watch an entire series by the time oh yeah that's the watching an entire series for me is difficult like i actually hate binge watching i'd rather it watch it like one up i'm really weird about tv shows i like watching one episode at a time okay because i kind of like to analyze it yeah. So I actually prefer the week by week. I always have. When I have to binge watch a show, I'm like, oh, I got like a hundred episodes to watch, and I have no time to do it. So then I'm like slowly progressing through a show for like three years. Yeah. And that really sucks. <laughs> I hear you. You want to get in the episode a little? Yeah. Let's uh let's dive in. To yeah. Halo. Yeah, so this first week, we're going to kind of break down some of the big moments to give context of what we're talking about. And I think going forward, we'll kind of just have more generic impressions on like what we liked and didn't like. Um, I will say overall, I really enjoyed it. There's 
there is things I have issues with, and I guess you've got give context because I know I've noticed a lot of the haters like you have, and it might sound like I'm one of those, but that's because I'm such a fan of Payload. I think I'm getting more critical. Yeah, and I feel like I'm coming at it from a point of knowing that it's its own storyline and not just judging it like, oh, they didn't do this in the game, but also. I don't think just because you're doing a different storyline means you're free of criticism. I think you still have to do those things well. Right. I don't think you'd be like, well, it's our own storyline. We can do whatever. I think you still have to execute things well. I mean, there were some. There are definitely some things that I was, like, picky about. Yeah. And I actually, I have some notes on them we'll get into. But uh, overall, I love the episode. I'm with you. And the first probably 15 minutes was incredible. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you one more thing about the app. Did uh or your subscription? Do you have premium? Is that what you're doing? Are there ads or no? I think no ad. No, I think I did ads. Is what I did. That's what I had because it's free for T-Mobile, which I don't care about ads as much, especially when people are hanging out because it gives people a chance to run up and go to the bathroom and grab stuff. Right. But uh, the thing I noticed was the quality was not very good. Not the show, but like the streaming wasn't very good. So this picture does not look that great. And I figured out if you don't have premium, they only give it to you a little above standard. Okay. And if you have premium, you give it at 4K. Interesting. Like, it. And that yeah. sucks because as you see, I have this fancy ass new TV, and you know, that explains why oh, I was man. criticizing the. Uh, I'm almost considering getting a second account just for while Halo's on to do the 4K and then cancel it because that sounds so good. But yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Halo and 4K would yeah. be incredible. <laughs> the. Uh, I know I keep sidetracking. It's the first thing I had here. I'm wondering if this is just on the Xbox app or if it's on everything. It wasn't on my phone, but I don't feel like this kind of thing would be. Did you notice that awesome Warthog startup when you started up the app? Yeah, no, that was that was really awesome. I did, and it does it every time you start it up, so I don't know if that's going to continue for like the entire run of the show or if they're just going to do it for the first couple weeks, but I'm all, yeah. I'm all here for it fucking cool i tested it out on my playstation or something that's why i'm curious because if it's on i don't I would say nintendo but i doubt they even have paramount on yeah nintendo I, don't think they do. <laughs> um, I think they just got some uh like youtube not that long ago yeah i think they got disney plus like a couple yeah. months ago because i have disney plus on my switch Lite, which yeah. i never use but <laughs> it's there if i want to yeah. watch some star wars or something i can just pull it up <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious. It could be cool to see if you're a PlayStation fanboy and you boot up your PlayStation and have to stare at Warthog scrolling, even if you're not going to oh, watch Halo. Beautiful. Just make and, them all stare at yeah. it. <laughs> this is what you get for choosing PlayStation. No criticism to PlayStation, but... Yeah. Oh, that's why I specified fanboys. I have a PlayStation as well, so... Yeah. I it's, think it's all right to have hardcore. PlayStation, but yeah. when you're a fanboy, you got a problem. You're missing out on Halo, Gears of War, and there's, yeah. you know, quite a few games. It was cool seeing that up start up either way, though. Because, I mean, it would be predictable if you pressed, like, play Halo, but the fact that you open the app and you see that, yeah. I thought that was really cool because that means anybody's going to watch anything on Paramount and seeing They're going to see the Halo thing, up. yeah. yeah. Well, that's fucking awesome. Some good advertising yeah. by Paramount. All right, now we can really get into it. Like I said, I kind of just picked uh, starting points, so feel free to add anything you want. I kind of just tried to notice some things here. Yeah. So the show starts out, and... You kind of uh, go into this ragtag group that kind of people seem kind of like the the peons of the world. Yeah. And uh, you can tell by they kind of like scruffy and their gear is not like the most high tech or anything. 
and um where is it um do you remember the planet's name it's a madrigal i believe yeah that's it it's, i think that's how you pronounce it no it but is i just come that i had in here it uh it's a typical desert planet as we get in a lot of sci-fi star wars dune and yeah, there's always the nice desert world to start out, so that's what we got for Halo. Yeah, the reason I didn't know this planet is because, like I said, there's I know Halo, but they're pulling from all kinds of things. It's not a storyline of any game or book, but they're pulling lore from, and characters from books and games, and I haven't read a lot of books, so I'm not going to know a lot of these things. But this planet, I guess, was a planet on an old Bungie game, not even Halo, oh. called Myth. Okay. And uh then Bungie was all about Easter eggs and finding things and hiding things. So I guess it was like a ongoing thing in the Halo series to have achievements or like collectibles they could find that had the name because they didn't they were planning on having the planet in Halo and then didn't. Okay. So I thought it was really cool that they pulled something so obscure that I didn't even know and like a original Bungie thing, not even really like a a Halo Halo thing. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I couldn't remember if the planet was in the game, so that, that clears it up. I was just like, yeah. oh, desert planet. <laughs> that was my that was my first thoughts. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, Tatooine again. <laughs> but even Star Wars repeats desert planets. Yeah. Jakku. Uh-huh. Tatooine part two. Like, <laughs> like, come on. But that's cool. Yeah. Um, this is where we're introduced to our first main character, and her name is Quan Ha, which every time I hear her last name just sounds like you're making fun of her. Yeah, Quan Ha. I, I didn't get her name till the end. I don't did they say her name before that? Um yeah, they said it a few times. Oh, okay. I just yeah. didn't catch it. Um and then General Hoth also look at that his name, General Hoth. Her dad. Oh, um General Ha, yeah. Ha, I yeah. completely missed that. No, you're just mixing up Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> What's his character? General Ha. Interesting. I had Hoth in here for some reason. Um, but that's okay. I think General Hoth sounds cool. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll Hoth sounds like it's a joke. Yeah, so uh, they could redo that. Make the same Hoth. The funny thing is, she is played by Urin Ha, so they just literally use her real last name. <laughs> oh my gosh. Quan so, Ha is Urin Ha, and which also... Now, I just didn't realize it right now. It totally just sounds like P. Urin, huh? That would <laughs> fucking suck. I really, literally realized as I was saying it there. But uh, we're introduced to those two, and everybody else seems kind of just like side characters at this point, I would say. Yeah, I think they're all expendable. Yeah. Which, uh, they become expendable real quick. Yeah, very expendable. <laughs> so, uh, but did you notice they talked about the Spartans in, like, that first scene? Like, Oh yeah, uh, the, negatively. Yeah, on like uh-huh. the TV thing, and I thought that was interesting. Uh, they had such a negative viewpoint on the Spartans. Yeah, you definitely get a take right away that this is definitely not your normal Halo and right. not your normal Halo storyline because they're looked at as heroes. Which in a real world, they there would be negative people, but in Halo, that still doesn't happen. You just hear the the heroics of Master Chief and exactly. the UNSC. So yeah, it's definitely a different storytelling right from the beginning of it. Yeah, I was like, this is this is a little weird. I was like, they're the Spartans. Like, we're supposed to love them. And it was just immediately they're devils. I was like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, the only people that ever say anything about them being devilish is the uh, Covenant when 
the grunts hilariously scream demon or something like that. Yeah, they but just you run around them to do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would too. If uh, <laughs> a guy like that was coming after me, I'd be screaming and screaming profanity. <laughs> Whatever the little grunts have as profanity. Yeah. I'm sure they have their own cuss words. Do. Yeah. Um, feel free to interject anything like that. As I said, I just got points. I'm not going to talk the whole time. But uh, Juan kind of splits off from the base and goes to the woods with her friends. And I don't know if it's implying they're doing some weird drug thing or something when they all start taking those berries or whatever they are. I think they were doing drugs. Is that what it was Because to be? they're like digging. <laughs> <laughs> they're like digging in the ground, and she says something about mining, but also drugs. I'm pretty sure she says the word drug. Oh, did she? Yeah, and then they're just doing drugs together. So there's drugs on Madrigal, guys. It's, it's a rough planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that uh, I still didn't catch that because I watched it. I watched with our group, which um, nobody's that loud or anything, but still you got, we had like 12 people here. So you still have people talking or whatever. It's hard to pay full attention. So I rewatched it a couple of days ago. To try and like actually focus completely and yeah. take notes and everything, so it's funny I still miss that. Because yeah, I was like, this definitely seems like they're implying these are drugs, but I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I'm pretty here. sure she says drugs. She might not say. I thought she said the word drugs when she gets the berry thing, but uh, like I'm ninety percent sure yeah. she says the word. I feel like that's the first minor issue I have. I feel like some things are just it's weird. It doesn't feel rushed. It kind of just feels like thrown together at certain points. Like wait. They were in the base. Now they're here doing his drugs. Yeah, it's these like things like aren't really connecting. It kind of is happening. I mean, like we got a main character that's a drug addict right off the bat. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like they're trying to really hit some points here, apparently. Yeah. So, Quan hears a uh, weird noise and goes running towards what you eventually see is a phantom, which is a covenant dropship in the game. Kind of give. Uh, I know you know these things, but kind of give context. People might be watching, not know what's going on. Yeah. And then she runs back to warn her friends, and uh, this one things get real crazy because her friends don't believe her, which I don't really get in this world why you would. I get people are stupid and like, oh, I don't. But she seemed pretty adamant that it was not a joke. And oh then, yeah, I, this was crazy to me because she's running back like clearly terrified, <laughs> and these people like they're supposed to be her friends too. So you think like if I'm running to my group of friends and saying we need to leave now, uh-huh. we're about to die. You think you'd leave, but they're just like, "Oh no, we don't gotta leave." I don't know if it was the drugs. Maybe the drugs had an influence on that. But I was like, "These these guys are dumbasses." Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Because I I know friends message each other, "Oh, we're getting killed." So maybe you could use that excuse. But like you said, it seemed too real. She didn't seem like she was like tricking him or anything. It seemed pretty obvious it was real. Right. She was clearly panicked. Yeah. And they were just like, "Eh, whatever." But then they get destroyed <laughs> yeah the first one another no-name character gets shot in the head and blood goes all over Quan's face and that's when i was like this show what the fuck it's uh i i'm okay with gore i thought it was fucking awesome but i did not see that coming um halo even when it's violent it was always weird to me that the earlier games were rated m they finally eventually switched them to teen yeah but it was always weird to me because even the violence was cartoonish and alien blood and never read and right i was like why is the game rated m they say i don't even know if they say shit they say like damn and hell and yeah i don't think there's an f-bomb in halo yeah. there might be like one but not that i can think of so 
And it was so weird to me a game like Halo is rated the same as Gears of War, where they're literally chainsaw lane and blood's going everywhere and it right. curve stomps heads. And these games are not the same at all. So um, that caught me off guard. And we have one person here that literally doesn't like seeing blood. Oh, but geez. I couldn't really give him a heads up because I thought at worst you're going to see like purple, blue alien blood. You know, that's what I was and, expecting. Uh, this is, I actually haven't this point in my notes. Very bloody is what I put because it was brutal. Like they were brutally <laughs> murdered. There's that's just I was like, holy shit! Like these aliens are just blasting their heads off, and the yeah. blood is everywhere. And every single death, I mean, they, there's just blood. Yeah, but uh, honestly, it's kind of cool. Oh yeah, it's fucking. I awesome. was like, this is fucking amazing. And when I saw the ship for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I thought it looked amazing. Yeah, that looked good. Uh, the the elites, they I think <laughs> they uh they kind of remind me of brutes. I'm not gonna lie, they they seem kind of brutish more than elite. And I'm not sure. I mean, I didn't like dislike them. Their weapons looked good. Plasma rifles mm-hmm. looked really good. And I I don't. Do we see them after they shoot the? I think we see them after. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody dies except Ha. Ha! Uh, <laughs> he survived. Um, yeah. Yeah, she runs back to the base, and it gets fucking crazy. And somehow she runs back to the base from aliens who are definitely faster than her. So I'm not sure if she has, like, you know, flash speed uh-huh. or something, but they're, like, there, and she's yeah. just running back to the base without a weapon. There's no way she should have survived. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely some... You know, she's a main character, so we yeah. can't kill her type of thing. But I was like, wow, she's uh, she's got some legs. She can yeah. run. Yeah, I guess that's another thing I should add. I, like I said, I know the main war from games, but I knew even then there's some stuff I was missing. I know a little bit from books. But I'm going to talk about characters that are and aren't in, or like are brand new characters, but some I could get wrong. I think yeah, Quan definitely, I'm pretty sure, is a brand new character. Um, I don't think she's been in anything that I know of. Yeah, I actually read something that she was a character for the show that's specifically. What, yeah, that's what I was assuming. Yeah, so she runs back to the base, and that's where the killing gets crazy, as you said. It's just, it's more closer to, not Gears of War. I would say, do you ever play Dead Space? Yes. That's what it would remind me of. You see limbs just flying up, and yeah, it, <laughs> ah! I'm just, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, and there's like, they're like stabbing them with energy swords. <laughs> and it's just a bloodbath. Like, and these people, like, they, she shoots the flare. That was another thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Ha shoots yeah, the flare. Like warning. And they're just like warning each other. And they all get, they get weapons really fast. I mean, they, they were ready. They're all just walking around the base. And then, boom, weapons. They just all have them in their hand. But the weapons did nothing to the Covenant. I mean, they were shooting them. But nothing was happening, and they were just all getting brutally destroyed. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to say that I thought was weird. There seemed to be inconsistencies with the weapons. Like, uh, I know their weapons aren't as powerful as a UNSC, so you could use that excuse. Yeah. But they would fucking empty around, and the Elite would just be walking towards them, and then Master Chief would come in, obviously, a little bit here, and use his assault rifle and just, like, take 20 shots and just drop. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? That seems a little... People are doing way more damage. Yeah, and I was like, there's a lot of these, like, refu- or whatever, refugees, like, whatever, low... Yeah. Try... I don't know what they are, but... <laughs> Racist. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, yes. No, not really. <laughs> I'm not racist. Uh, 
That says every racist ever. Yeah, every racist says <laughs> that. But uh, the people in the village. <laughs> Jesus, here he goes. I know what you're saying. I call them peons at the beginning. It's okay. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Peons. The the peons have their weapons and. The... <laughs> And they just, they don't do anything. And I actually, I mean, you can see the energy shield. I, guess, I think that's what it's called in the game. It's just the energy shield. Yeah. Like Master Chief has it and mm -hmm. every main character has it and the elites have it. But you could see it like around them as they're getting shot. So I guess that was the explanation, kind of. Well, the one the Master Chief killed had it too. And he was a purple armor, which is usually stronger. He was getting more headshots. I think he could use that excuse. And like I said, maybe his weapon was stronger, but this still yeah. seemed inconsistent. Um, and that seems a bit nitpicky, but I don't feel like that's a, like, oh, in the game, they do this. I feel like if a normal person is watching this, like, why that guy takes so long to die? Yeah, like, why is he taking so many yeah. damn hits, and then these just badass warrior guys pop yeah. in, and they just wreck the shit out of all of them? Um, you are talking about the elites. Um, I guess the way they acted was definitely, it was, like, brutish, not in, uh, to me, not as a, like a brute from the game, but brutish, just like how elites act like they. Yeah. And I think it is accurate to the games um, once you start seeing how crazy the elites are and they kind of ch evolve and change elites. But I think that is how they are intended to kind of act. Um, that's actually not what I thought you were going to say. It's, uh, the elites, though, I thought you were going to say, talk about the CGI with the elites. How'd you feel? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a little, it wasn't great. Um, yeah. I'd have to really like pause it and like analyze one and just like go over it, but I didn't think it was great. And a lot of people are criticizing it, and that's one of the big nitpicks I've seen all over the internet is the elites uh, and how they look. And because the show has such a high budget, you would think they would have got that perfect. Yeah, that's my issue with it. We talked before this there. Um, are reports that it's costing $10 million an episode, which makes it one of the most expensive TV shows of all time, saying it's around like Game of Thrones level. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have Microsoft, one of the, well, the biggest computer-generated company right. in the world, so or computer-powered company in the world. So it seems odd to me that they can't get like one of the easiest things you imagine as far as that goes down. Yeah. And it's odd because... Uh, criticisms, like you said, I agree with for the most part. A lot of them, I feel like, are unfair. I, some of them I think are just wrong. Like they literally don't know what they're talking about with some of the criticisms. Yeah. Um, but this one I think is fair and not fair because the weird thing to me is when they first, the elites first came in, I was like, oh no, I was like, I started laughing. Oh shit, <laughs> it's happening. This kind of what the the old one like the. Um, straight to DVD and those ones did. They were yeah. cool, but you could tell that the production value wasn't there and the budget wasn't there. Yeah. Now, like, God damn it, it's going to be cool, but this is going to be the drawback. But then the weird thing was, it was just so inconsistent. They looked fucking awful, and then certain points looked really cool. I don't have an issue with the actual like art style of them. I think they looked really good when their mouth is up close. I think yeah. it was like an elite. It's just they looked way too fake. At certain points, it literally looked like a live action world with video game characters dropped in. I was like, that can, yes. that should not be happening on a major production of a show. Right. And that's actually, that's a good description. I didn't know how to describe it exactly, but yeah, no, though, like that's perfect. Like they're just video game characters. They look kind of shiny, yeah. like extra shiny. 
I would even say the ship, the uh, Phantom, mm-hmm. it looked extra shiny. I was like, whoa, that's a shiny Phantom. But it looked cool, though. But also kind of looks like a video game in the live-action world. Yeah. I I don't want to jump ahead too much. There is other points where I think it was really good. So I'm wondering if the issue is when you it's more noticeable and maybe why other times it looks really good is maybe this still shouldn't be an issue with something this big, but maybe the uh, CGI isn't mixing well with how good the live action looks because I think that is so yeah. well done that maybe it's more glaring because everything else around it is so good that's making it look more um, silly than it should. Like even the badass scene where Master Chief was killing him or like jumping over him yeah. and flipping over him. You could tell, obviously, they're not there. They're computer-generated, so right. it's like not actually touching them, which is happening in all movies, but technology's so good now, and they have mocap and everything that they can physically touch them, even though it's not an elite. And you could tell that he was doing it, but they weren't really there, so he's kind of just like imaginary doing yeah. it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, this sucks. But like I, said, I do think other parts are really well done, so... um. We'll get into that more as the story goes on. But I just think the CGI, like I said, I think it's maybe overblown with the criticism at, to a certain extent. Yeah. Because I feel like people are just canning all of it. But I feel like there's criticisms to be had, but also maybe productive criticism and hopefully gets better as it goes. Yeah. I think that, and a lot of people are criticized. I like the first episode. I did too. Like, and I think that some of the, I just don't, I understand the criticism, but also I feel like they, did it well maybe the high budget is the problem people have like oh these should look like star wars quality or something but i I think i think it could get better as the show goes on yeah i think there's a few reasons for that i think people's expectations are so high now because of things like mandalorian and shows that this isn't what normally shows used to be shows used to Everybody knew they were lower budget and they weren't right. things. I feel like expectation is ratcheted now. And then Halo, as we talked about, has been wanted since, well, really since 2001, but really since 2004 like yeah. when it was announced. So I think the build up to this, the expectation is going to be so unrealistic. And it's crazy, though, because we have sci fi shows from the past and you look at their CG, like their big show, like Stargate. I don't know if you've watched Stargate no, or is, like Star Trek is kind of, it's all right. But, uh, Stargate has, like, you can tell with the CGI, like, oh, this is horrific. And you compare it to Halo, and I'm like, well, that looks amazing. Yeah. Like, if you put them side by side, you'd be like, why are we complaining? So I think that, I thought it looked fine. I know there are some nitpicks with it, but I liked it. I got you. I think the other, the only other component is that people are, the people really like Halo, really, really, really like Halo, like me. So I think... Also, some people are more critical of it than they would be a generic sci-fi show they're watching. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people who play games don't know, not that I'm great as you can tell, but don't know how to articulate things and just show anger instead of trying to break things down. <laughs> yeah. So I think that probably doesn't help the uh, negativity either. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of people didn't understand that the story was separate. Yeah, oh, yeah from, they definitely don't. There, there's so much, Yeah, there's a lot about that. Which, like that I said, dumb. I, <laughs> like, look into the show before you start criticizing yeah. it. No, there's a whole lot of that. And like I said, I do think you, I don't think that should be a closed can and you're not allowed to criticize. I still think 
they're doing that and they're okay to do that, but I still think you have to do it well. So I think, again, there is ways to criticize it, but also it has to be, whoops, um, make sense and you have to know what you're criticizing. Yeah. So uh, after the Covenant start just brutally murdering all these people, the Spartans show up. Yeah. And I smiled so much when they showed up. I was oh, like, too. they... Like, we can criticize the elites, but I thought the Spartans looked incredible. I agree. It's funny. I'm glad you said you smiled so much. I like a little kid watching it, which is just as much as I can criticize and things I have issues with, I was just so happy watching it. Yeah. And I just kept noticing myself so like smiling and grinning and, like, stopping myself from getting giddy because there are 10 other people, 1,500 right. people in the room with me that are just watching the show. and like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I don't know about Halo and don't like, oh my god, that's that's fucking John right there. Holy right. shit. <laughs> like that's Master uh, Chief on a <laughs> on a fucking screen in live action and he's killing aliens. Uh-huh. Like this it was incredible. I, I thought that seeing him, I, I was going crazy. Yeah. And I'm watching it by myself and I'm just like, This is fucking awesome. <laughs> there is uh some crazy stuff. I can't remember if it happens right before they drop in or right after, but uh when that dude's uh, hiding in the um, the doorway, and the dude the elite comes and stabs the sword through the door and that guy, yeah. <laughs> and that little kid's just watching him. And yeah, that's what happened. The little kid's behind the door, and that guy comes running up on banging the door, and he's like, "Let me in! Let me in!" The kid's watching this as he just fucking gets stabbed through the door and yeah. through his stomach. So, oh my god! Um, and then there was a. Uh, I thought I just couldn't believe this was in the show with how things are now. I don't know if you remember this part. The elite opens a door and there's just nothing, but they don't have any weapons or anything. A bunch of people just cowering and he just pulls out his plasma rifle and just starts mowing all of them down. Yeah, I, I have like, oh a my God. My notes on that was uh, brutally murder innocents <laughs> is what I had for that. Because yeah, he just opens the door and he's just like, let me, let me mow them all down, and it's like, holy shit, like. I mean, they're the bad guys, so I guess just establish that early on. Like, yeah, these are the bad aliens that no one wants to meet, and they did that really well. I was yeah. like, holy shit. But I think the, the best part about the Spartans coming in is they showed how badass they are. Yeah, you get the Pelican flies over, the UNSC dropship, same as the uh, Phantom, but human version. And then, yeah, Master slams down, like, superhero style. Yeah, it was and, incredible. Oh, yeah, it's fucking awesome. And they see the other uh, members of Silver Team behind him, the other Spartans. Yeah, and they all looked yeah, really looked, cool. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the Chief just because it's so iconic, at least for me. Like, even when I always want to be able to like, create my own character in Halo, I'm like, man, now I can change the armor, but I still feel like you just can't beat the Master Chief's look. It's so you just classic. Can't. It's so good. Yeah. Um. And then I surprised people aren't criticizing this one, to be honest. I, I'm glad they aren't. But when he goes, it's a kind of like cartoonish how he's like flipping around and like jumping really high. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. And um, that's actually what Halo is supposed to be. If you look at Bungie originally talking about Halo, he's a super soldier, as people probably know. But he uh, was going to have a like crazy jet pack and be able to do flips and all kinds of stuff but the technology was so limited that's why it's kind of a generic first person shooter well it was groundbreaking obviously but as far as uh he's basically what we all want boba fett to be yeah. and didn't get <laughs> <laughs> so i'm surprised you aren't criticizing that not knowing that that is what 
Halo is supposed to be. Yeah. But I, I'm glad they're not because it's fucking awesome and it was cool to oh, see. Oh, yeah. And just, I think he shoots a Covenant in the head with a pistol at one point. Yeah, the elite, and, yeah. And that was so cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that pistol is just as powerful as it was in Halo 1. And, yeah, Halo 1, the pistols are insane. Yeah, the mini snipe rifles are yeah. a little too good. Yeah, but... so I'm glad he used a pistol. That was pretty incredible. Speaking of pistols, uh, one of the other Spartans, I believe it was um, I-125. The other Spartan names are way too generic. They, I think that's a a mishap on their part for new people and people who aren't super nerds to uh, remember these Spartans' names. Yeah, I don't even think I ha- Did they say all their names? Because I didn't even get that. It's on IMDb. I think that's the only one I remember hearing was okay. her name. Because but, they uh, all say Chief, obviously, because you want to yeah. establish him as the leader and yeah. the main character in the show. But I thought it was cool <laughs> just seeing other Spartans. Yeah. But uh, she starts going crazy and... Um, he headshots one of the elites with a, a plasma pistol. I don't know if he yeah, yeah. overcharges it because a plasma pistol can shoot just like burst or you can overcharge it. And the games, the original games, is to take down shields and do uh, in Halo 2 to take down it's an EMP blast, take vehicles down. Yeah. But uh, in this show, it's just a fucking a head splitter that just <laughs> right. their head. Was, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, that scene was incredible, though. And I thought all the weapons looked good. I don't know what you thought about all the weapons, but I thought... Oh, no, they were they, fucking spot on. I yeah, love and uh, there was one part where it's like getting the first-person point of view, like, and you feel like you're in the game. That was incredible. I think it was Master Chief's point of view. Yeah, that happens a few times. That's uh, one of the things people are criticizing a lot. I don't know if you've seen that, because the old Doom movie, not Dune, but Doom with an M. Uh, the the bad movie with The Rock? Yeah, I sure, I'm, not, the... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like it, but I can't say it's a great movie. I just enjoy it. Yeah, I I feel like I've watched it once, and there's a lot of good action, but it's been a while. Yeah, that's how that's how I am. I'm sure the acting's terrible, but yeah, I remember being fun as a kid. And as a kid, I thought first person was fucking awesome, but I knew even at the time people made fun of it. So I'm surprised they did it because that's like a unknown thing that has hung over video game media or movies and shows for so long that I'm surprised they did it. Um, I thought it looked fucking awesome seeing his visor and being able to see for people that don't watch Halo, his shield, and get context of what he's seen. Yes. The uh, gun, I didn't really have an issue with it. It didn't really add much for me, unfortunately, though, the first-person shooting. And I was just more, not that I think they should not make things because other people criticize it. That's my least favorite thing. But with that one, I don't feel like it added much, so I wish it would have just kept it out because I know people are going to destroy on it. Yeah, because I know the negative. See, I didn't dislike... I actually liked seeing his point of view just because it's what we see during the game. Yeah. So I thought that was cool as someone, you know, play the game. So yeah. it's like, oh, that's cool that they put that in there. I guess from a perspective of I haven't seen the game, what the fuck is going on? That could be bad, but to me, that was really cool. I was like, I feel like I'm with Master Chief right now, yeah. watching him destroy aliens. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even dislike it. I just probably would have taken it out for that, but it didn't really ruin anything for me. It just didn't add much. Yeah. Um, like I said, I really liked, even though I wasn't a huge fan of the shooting of first person, I really liked the visor look of it. And um, then when it 
takes you out of first person. You can hear a shield recharge for the first time, which and anybody who plays Halo knows that noise right away. Yeah, that was think, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was like things like that. I feel like hopefully the other like the mainstream audience gets and I feel like they do well at trying to teach those things without knowing them. Yeah. But I feel like even if they don't mainstream audience it's not gonna ruin anything if they don't know that. And people like us, I, that's another thing. I just like Gideon always fucking happens with shield recharging. I was like, oh, shit, I, I know that. I know that. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, yeah, his shield's recharging. <laughs> These guys are so dead. And and the fact that he went behind cover to let it recharge, he kind of yeah. waited a few seconds because I was like, yeah, that's me in every Halo game just waiting so I can continue blasting these aliens. Yeah. Um. So then the battle continues. More people just keep getting mowed down everywhere. The gore continues. It's... It's fucking awesome. The uh, I love that whole scene. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's like the first twelve, fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then I think we get like the intro, like thing. Yeah, and it it was really good. It was a good introduction. Yeah, you uh, before that you get um, Quan's dad, uh, General Ha. Um, she goes running towards him, and then you see Elite heading towards him from a different direction. Yeah. And that's where he uses his assault rifle and loads on it and does nothing for some reason. And uh, then the Elite comes over, and this one I thought was kind of anticlimactic. He kills him with the sword, and he does it instead of, like, putting him back and like, slamming into him. He just, like, turns on while what's would be in him. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a cool idea, but I think they should have, especially for people who don't know the games, and I think that looks like really bad CGI and really not well done, even though that wasn't the case. Yeah. I think it should have shown him, like, looking at his, like, looking at the handle of the sword, and then, like, activating it, and you could see it, like, smash through and do it that way. Yeah, that might have been better. And I feel like it would be more um, satisfying. I feel like it's just an anticlimactic way to go out like that for a general. For, for General Ha, he, uh, he survived 12 minutes. That's so a very quick death yeah. um, in the show. General. So I don't. I didn't give a fuck about him. I mean, he just died, and it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I agree with the energy sword thing. His yeah. death was kind of, yeah, all right. The sword is one of the coolest and most iconic things in Halo 2, so I feel like they should have taken advantage of it. Yeah, they should have, to show more of it. And, yeah. You know, be like, whoa, this weapon is really awesome. I think he did well, like I said, that, that doorway when he just... Yeah, that oh, was Jesus yeah, so incredible. And then, yeah, that takes us to the intro, and uh, and it wasn't, I don't think, like a really special intro, but I think it was good. It did what it needed to. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird. I didn't think, I, I didn't notice it until after the fact and people criticized it, because I think the music fit well, but it was odd that it wasn't really like a Halo, Halo soundtrack. It wasn't, and there, I think there was one point where there was, which was towards the end of the episode, yeah. where they kind of mixed it. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't really in like the Halo music is so yeah, it's good. iconic and like I could just I just sit the menu on and I'm just walking around listening to that like when I have to start the game I'm just listening to the music. I think it's easily one of the best soundtracks in video game history, and that's why I guess it's a testament to the things they did right in the show because that's something that would normally stick out right away, and I didn't really think about it because I think the music they had was fitting and. I didn't feel like that music was missing. Yeah. And then when it did kind of hit, I don't, they never even had like the true Halo music in there. They had like alterations of it. Right. But uh, when that hit, it was more satisfying, I think. Yeah. I remember the specific moment where it did kind of sound like the Halo like theme. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And I, it was towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Which was, it was fitting 
because it was like, oh, that's the ending of like the first episode, so yeah. let's put this specific. And it wasn't even the exact one. It was yeah. just mixes of it. Yeah, I noticed. I should have looked up names, but it's not the composer of the Halo game, so that's why I'm sure they have the rights to it, but I don't know if they just wanted to, again, to be different or what. I know Marty O'Donnell did um, the original Halos, but he was at Bungie, so obviously not working on anymore, and then they got another... Um, I can't remember his name, but a really good composer to do the 343 Halo games. And uh, he's not the one in the show. It's somebody different. So Okay. So they're just kind of doing their own thing with the music, which yeah. is, I think that's okay. You can have separate. They could hopefully get a really good soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I think with shows, soundtracks aren't as important. Like, I, like even, I mean, no, Mandalorian, has, but it's Star Wars. Yeah, I was but, like, maybe they aren't. Uh, for me, music sticks with me so much. Like, I remember, yeah. I, I don't know, I can remember events that happened when I was 10 years old because of a because certain of song I was playing or something. But I think, I don't think most people are like that. I think I'm weird in that way. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have, me- I have memories of movie soundtracks, yeah. like, a lot. I mean, we can name themes, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, like. Yeah, no, I could tell you dumb, generic 90s like love songs that I what I was doing those were playing that sounds incredibly grossly dirty but uh <laughs> because my mom would listen to them on like Sunday 95 and I'd be playing Mario Kart yeah and that literally I'll hear that song but oh yeah I used to play Mario Kart and my mom would be sitting in the kitchen but I don't think normal people are like yeah that. No, probably like... not <laughs> or maybe you just had music around you all the time yeah. so that's why you put the memories together yeah um something we well I missed here was during this battle, you hear Master Chief talk for the first time, and I already knew it was going into it, but if you didn't, this is the first time you hear that it is not Steve Downs, the iconic Halo, voice of Halo, I should say. And uh, this was a big issue people had going into Halo, and I won't lie, I did too. Yeah. Um, when I saw the trailer, at first it caught me off guard because it wasn't him, and then a second caught me off guard because I was like, I feel like they just wanted him to sound like the Mandalorian. I feel like this is the Mandalorian talking to me. So and I was going to make a mention of that. Over here. I got a lot of Mandalorian vibes oh, from Master Chief. I was like, oh, so this is just Mando. Yeah. Um, I think the, we'll get into it more, but the whole episode kind of feels like a Mandalorian episode. But it's weird because at the time I didn't know that. I just heard his voice and I was it just sounds like Mandalorian. Yeah. And, and I, I kind of got that from the Spartans, too, that they, I don't, I think it's just the suit in general. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, they're Mandalorians with regular human weapons or, you know. But, yeah, I really, when he talked, it was like, okay, it's Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird to me that they did that because um jen taylor which is the voice actor for or actress for cortana is the voice actress in this show yeah so they have her so it's weird to me that steve downs isn't in here i think the reason he isn't is because he's like a 50 60 year old guy just kind of like out normal dad looking guy just out of shape so i don't feel like he could play the spartan and which is unfortunate because i think that's why they didn't have him in there because they wanted to show his face but it sucks because I don't think he needed to show his face and he could have had the real Master Chief's voice in there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. not shown his face, which I I had a feeling they were going to do and they announced before the show aired that they were going to. Yeah, that, that they were going to show the, his face. Yeah. Which sucks because 
I said, I feel like that's such a layup with these kind of shows. Like, well, you can't have the voice actor because, like, Uncharted, you can't have the voice actor doing that because he's not Tom Holland or whoever right. going to be Nathan Drake. But with shows like this or movies or whatever the case is, you can literally hide that behind your character because you don't have to see him. Right, like the big, like the suit. Like, we yeah. wouldn't have had to see him. We would have got the voice. And they could have the buffest whatever guy you want in the suit. Just chilling in there. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that had to be the reason because they wanted to show his face, which I think is unfortunate. Um, so I don't think that was necessary. I feel like that felt very Mandalorian-y too, that, uh, well, you got to resonate with the character and know him. But I think even though they're not trying to be the games, I think they could have pulled from the games to see that people resonated with him for over 20 years without seeing his face. So right. I don't think you yeah. need to see his face to connect to him. And maybe a broader audience does, but I feel like you're doing enough for a broader audience that you don't need to do that. And that broader audience has like plenty of things where you didn't get to see the character. We just have become accustomed to needing to do that for some reason. Yeah, because, I mean, there's never a moment where he takes off his helmet in yeah. the games. He, I know a lot of people argue, but I still don't think it really counts. I know in Halo 4, if you beat the legendary ending, he starts to take off his helmet, and you see like right here. But that's literally it, and a bunch of fanboys like, no, you see his face, and like, I know you do, but that's not, obviously that's not what people mean. That's yeah, not, right. They're not like, oh, here I am as a person. Um, and I, the only other thing I think, think you could give a valid reason why is, even if they weren't, weren't going to show his face, is that voice acting in video game is very different than movies, and they have like a certain amount of dialogue they have to say, and it's not like a true speech and like conversation so a lot of times it doesn't translate to movies or shows yeah um but on the same hand like i said they have the voice actress for cortana so i think that argument kind of goes out the window yeah that's interesting that they went this route i didn't dislike the guy to be fair but yeah yeah that's what the next thing i was going to say to try and break it down aside from my feelings of that um i think uh after watching episodes weird i Definitely thought Mandalorian the whole time, but I also I stopped having an issue with his voice and just enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think uh, Pablo Schreiber is uh, the actor. I think he did really well, and that's another thing that. What else is he in? What uh, is he a good like well known actor? Because I haven't heard of him before before um, Halo. He I feel like would be like considered like mid tier or something, not top actor, but he's been in a lot of stuff that you probably oh I've seen that. Um, yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at it now. Let's see. Yeah, there's not a ton that I know actually, but he's been in a lot. Yeah. So, but I think that's something that helped the show a lot with uh, the downsides it had, like CGI and the things that didn't distract you too much from the negatives. Is that the acting? I think overall was actually really good, and I think that's something that can uh, really hinder something like this. And like I said kind of held back some of the other Halo properties of movies. Right. That I think all the acting, there was nothing, I don't think anything like stand out like Oscar winning or anything, but I think all of it seemed natural and good, which I think is enough. Yeah, I thought the, the cast was very solid. Like, I, I'm not sure if there's, are there any really big name actors in the series? Um, Not on the show that I've noticed so far. Yeah, I didn't really see any that, but I thought they all did well. I think he's probably the biggest name. He's not, like I said, huge. Right. So maybe maybe they just paid cheap on the actors to 
give us kind of good CGI. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't dislike him. I thought his voice was interesting, but then I was like, okay, it's not the game, whatever. Yeah. Just move past it. Um, I know I've been talking a lot. Did you have anything to add? The next thing I was going to get into was the Spartans getting in the cave. Oh, I was going to say they just dipped. Like, everybody's just dead oh, on the yeah. ground. And the that Spartans... That was last one that happened. <laughs> and she's just like the uh, Ha. What's her first name again? Quan. Uh, Quan. Quan Ha. Is just kind of sitting there crying. Her dad just dies, and Master Chief's just like, "We gotta go," and they just they just dip. They're they're gone like so quick, and I think they actually say there's like 150 dead civilians, and they're just leaving. <laughs> one survivor, and they just leave the one survivor just crying on the ground. I was like, "Wow, this is kind of funny." But <laughs> ha, um, so no. ha to her. <laughs> no, I uh, I definitely noticed that, and I was laughing at it. It uh again, tells you how different this Master Chief is than the games. Yeah, because he <laughs> gave no fucks about her. He was like, we got Covenant to kill. See you later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they just kind of leave, and then uh, you said the cave. Yeah. The uh, Silver Team starts exploring the caves where Master Chief, well, actually, Elite sees him first. This is no time to see Elite. He's, like, hiding in the background. Yeah, he's, he like, chilling. Yeah, the Spartans Stalking him. He's there, yeah. <laughs> so then the Chief grabs an object, which uh, I think is a Forerunner object if you play the games. The Forerunners are another thing that's so well-known in like, the Halo War, but I feel like a lot of people that play games don't really know about it aside from just hearing the name. Yeah. It's uh, kind of looked at as, like, the first uh, true species in the galaxy and like the strongest ones and they are gone now and the mystery of what happened to them see i didn't even know that oh yeah and that's i, I did not know that at all that's pretty cool and that's uh a lot of the um if you play the games or you see it in the show like this crazy futuristic looking stuff like all the beams and like the a lot of times like silver pallet looking uh buildings and stuff that's forerunner object and forerunner built that's, okay it's like stood the test of time and the technology is still good and everything so I'm assuming that's what that object is they picked up and why it starts messing with him because he's a, a vision of a, which is a funny line later we're going to get into. I don't know how funny you thought it was, but see. Was that his family is what we saw in that I think that's flashback? what they're getting at. Yeah, I think it's a flashback of uh, he sees a kid, some kids running, a white dog, and uh, he's in the woods. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, in the Halo... Like I said, who knows where they're going with this, but in Halo generally, the Spartans are taken at a young age and not literally brainwashed, but kind of like chose forgotten everything and become super soldiers. So Kind of like the Jedi. Yeah. Steal them as kids. Yeah. So, so protect your kids, everybody. <laughs> so I think that's what they're, it seems that that's what they're implying. He's trying to, he's like learning of his um, past and what he's gone through. Which is definitely different in the game because you know that happened, but he doesn't know that. He's just the, still the soldier that doesn't yeah, realize so anything happened to him. We might get some stuff on Master Chief's family is what I think they're kind of hitting at there, yeah. maybe. Hopefully I didn't get too corny with, like, Master Chief's dad. Oh, John, I already I always knew you'd be the soldier. Yeah. <laughs> some guy does on Lifetime, and he's like, yeah, sure, we'll get you for the dad. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you want to say there? Yeah, well, yeah, he touches it, and yeah. then the flashback happens, and I think the elite, they kind of, he, like, runs out the cave and kind of just bulldozes Ha. 
Yeah, and he cloaks himself the first time you see a cloak and another noise that Halo yeah, fans know. Yeah, the cloak. Yeah, the cloak was really, I thought the cloak was cool. I was like, yeah. this is awesome. And then he bulldozes Ha and then just bolts off in his banshee, which is the first time you see one of those. Yep, that was also really cool. Well. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious what he was doing there. Was he after the object or was he just, or were they after the objects? Because, um, or the object? Because obviously they weren't because they're just killing civilians. So. Yeah, I don't know. I know in the games, hope I'm not spoiling stuff for you too. It's kind of just general knowledge of the games not like a, a crazy twist or anything yeah um but in the games i know the covenant um like worship the forerunners so i don't know if he was looking out seeing what he was doing or worrying that they were going to mess something up or what would happen you think he would try and kill him if that was the case but um, right maybe he was spying to that's why he took it off to give information or something yeah and i'm wondering like was he the only one left because you know there's that big ship and then yeah I'm guessing he was the only one left, but I wonder where he was during the fight unless he was just chilling in there and then they went yeah. in the cave. He's just like, fuck, Master Chief's here. You got a dip. Um, this is when I started to think about, and as the episode went on, I was impressed by uh, the dope-ass gold visor that Master Chief has. I was like, man, they could really ruin this show if they do not, not pay attention. Like if they're just taking a certain shot and the set's behind him. Because it's a, a glare, oh you see what's gosh. there. Yeah, I could definitely see like a camera or somebody holding up their phone. And as far as I noticed, they feel like they're aware of that. I think that's obviously even if that happened if they were um, observing enough. That's like the easiest thing to edit out. They could put right, whatever. To but, fix. Yeah, but I think I was honing in on that, and it was cool because they took advantage of that like scene. You could actually see what was in front of him, and a lot of cool stuff on his visor if you were looking right. at it. I actually didn't pay attention too much to the visor, but I might go back and stare at it and yeah. see what's what's in there. Yeah, I think that'd be a cool thing to keep an eye on too. If uh, anybody notices, I think that would be a, one of the first things that trends about the show. If anything does happen like that, like you see a person or something that's on set, yeah, somebody drinking a coke. Oh no! <laughs> um, so after the elite takes off, then it kind of cuts to the next scene, which is your first. Uh, view of Reach, a favorite, uh, famous planet on the Halo universe, and that's where the UNSC is headquartered, which is uh, um, obviously like the military of the galaxy. Yeah, that's what Master Chief is part of. And this is your first time seeing uh, Halsey, played by Natasha McCown, I think is how you say it. Um, McCown, but uh, that's the first time seeing her, and I also just need to say. For anybody that hasn't played Halo, Halsey's been a character since 2001. So I'm trying to be aware of all these people that are mainstream and not be the, the Halo hipster guy. But I don't think when you hear anything about Halo stealing the name Halsey from the singer, and I, I think that's just going to be a... Yeah, that could be a, a thing. Yeah. Oh, there's... Wow, they named her Halsey, even though she's been... She's been named Halsey uh-huh. forever. Yeah. <laughs> Before Halsey was Halsey. Oh, what did you think? Did you think she was good for the part? Um, um I didn't have an issue with her. Um, she, again, didn't stand out. But I think it would obviously be cool if something stood out. But I think generally good acting... I think bad acting stands out more than good acting. Because yeah. it's real noticeable. I think if good acting's happening, you don't really think about it. If exceptional happens 
acting's happening, then you kind of then you think it. about it. Yeah, yeah but if so. it's bad, you're just like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is terrible. But no, I didn't think she was there. She's yeah. kind of she was fine. She played the part well. Um, and um, she's she made the Spartans right from what I gathered. Yeah, from and, that. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a side question here. How old do you think that girl is? 40s? 30s? 30, late 30s? That's early what 40s? everybody's been guessing. I would guess 40. She's 52, like in real life, the actress. Oh. Isn't that bonkers? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah no, she does not look that old. <laughs> yeah, I was guessing, you know, middle-aged, 30s, yeah. early 40s maybe, but 50s. Yeah, that's crazy. She looks incredible. Yeah, and I don't even think you could use, like, the Hollywood excuse on, oh, that's what money does for you, because as we talked about, they obviously have more money than the average person, but it's not like they have millions coming in like right a big time big big time actor would so yeah they're not like will smith yeah. you know <laughs> let's hope not um just smack people so no i thought <laughs> yeah it's just something i noticed and uh i couldn't believe she's that old i thought that was impressive um yeah then you're talking about how she created the spartans she also um creates cortana and um she puts part of her mind into Cortana. Okay. And she lives with Mass Chief in the games, as you know, we'll see what right. happens here. And I think you get your first taste of what that's building to because they don't explain this in the games actually. I just that was from knowing too much about Halo. She keeps creating clones of herself before she eventually makes the AI of Cortana and then puts herself in it because it's so dangerous doing stuff like that. Yeah. And I think whatever that weird bald looking creature that we have to stare at for too long. Oh, was it the person in like the, the capsule two. thing? <laughs> so I I didn't know if that was I thought that was a clone. So it is a clone, I'm assuming. I think so I <laughs> that's another thing I guess I should have started with this from the beginning. Um like I said I watched this as a group and then I watched by myself and I tried to stay away from what other people said until I watched it and then I kind of looked at reviews and stuff because right. I wanted my own opinion and I kind of pulled from other stuff and heard things people talk about and that's where I heard criticism and whatnot. Um, but that's what I think is happening. And like I said, they obviously are pulling from all different kinds of things and doing their own thing. But from the history of Halo, it seems like that's what would be happening. If not, I don't know what the hell that thing is that we're looking at. Yeah, I I assumed clone when I saw it. I was yeah. just like, oh, she's cloning something. I didn't know if she was making more Spartans or, you know. Yeah. Or just making a clone to become a Spartan or something like that. But yeah, I assumed it was something along those lines. A lot of people are thinking that literally is Cortana, like that she's that's gonna be Cortana. But Cortana is a hologram because it's AI, so right. I think that it's probably following the path of the the war in the games of creating a clone to build up to Cortana. Yeah, the yeah. creation of the AI. Um, which is something that I thought was really weird in this episode. I know it's only the first episode, and we probably also said there's going to be nine episodes in this season, and they already renewed it for season two. I don't know if you saw that before. Yeah, the I did see that. Aired. So hopefully it is a banger. Yeah. Otherwise, we're in for trouble in season two. <laughs> which I think is good because I think it shows that before the first episode aired and they saw that it was good numbers, they obviously had some, um, they had some confidence faith. in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's really odd, even with it just being the first episode, that you don't see Cortana. I get maybe the storylines building up to it, but I think that's so weird for 
usually in a first episode of a show you get your you all your main main characters are in it and then kind of like secondary main characters come in and there's a lot of big characters in halo but i think easily master chief and cortana are your two main characters oh yeah so i think it's weird for audience that doesn't know halo to not see one of your two main characters in the first episode at all i think that seems odd to me yeah they might drop her later or yeah something like that yeah it's probably gonna be some generic sci-fi thing like when master chief's down now he finally gets master or not master chief he gets cortana to save the day and yeah then, something like that and, and i feel like they they introduce they make like ha like she is the second main character yeah for the series which i don't know if i like her or not yeah i don't have an issue with her but she just seems so generic and she seemed like rose from <laughs> Episode eight of Star Wars, uh-huh. which is the worst Star Wars ever. Um, <laughs> but that's what I—that's what I felt like, See just that? like a generic, like bad character, like someone I'm not either. I mean, they're gonna really hate you or just not like, like kind of not like you. Yeah, um, I could definitely see her having way too many—not even one-liners, just snarky comments—and now she has to retaliate back. And I think that just get fucking annoying, kind. Cortana and Master Chief have like a playful relationship like that, but not like stupid yeah, snarkiness like... and yeah. So I'm hoping that doesn't replace Cortana. Yeah, because they uh, they didn't give us like they didn't give us Cortana in that episode. Yeah. So that's might be a little disappointing later down the line, unless they kill Ha, which I'm kind of hoping she dies at some point in the series. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she doesn't, but yeah, I wouldn't have an issue with it, and it'd be cool to see. With the exception of Master Chief, it'd be cool to see anybody kind of killed off in like a different. I think I don't think it'd be cool to kill Master Chief off. Anybody else, I'd be cool. To go, oh shit, they did that. Yeah, I mean they can't kill Master Chief yeah. off because the whole show would just. Yeah. It wouldn't be Halo at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think the next thing would be, you see High Charity for the first time. It's a Covenant Command Center. Yeah. The. I have Covenant Base. I didn't see the name yeah, before it popped good. up, but looks like a giant jellyfish. Yeah, but, uh, that's how it looks in the game. So that part is accurate. It just looks funny, I think. And we see like the high priest guy. I forget what they're called. The prophet. Yeah. Prophet. Yes. Prophet Mercy. Yeah. And that's where I thought the CGI was fucking really good. Yeah. And I think that kind of speaks to maybe the uh, issue with it. There, the one human, which we'll talk about here in a second. But besides her, it was. All CGI, like even the background, everything is clearly yeah, not everything. A, yeah, not a set like the other ones. And I thought he looked really good, like even the disgusting little danglers he had. Yep. He's was, so, well, they're so disgusting looking. Yeah. But that just looked like a a living, a real living thing talking, not like oh, this is clearly computer generated. Yeah, it was really cool. I yeah. thought that was done really well. It was weird. I don't think in the games they because there was the girl there. Yeah, which uh, I think she was she was reading something. Yeah. wasn't exactly sure what she was reading. I think human history is what she was reading. Yeah, I'd say I definitely, I won't lie, I didn't catch that the first time, but I did the second time. Yeah, the history on humans. Yeah, so she, and then he was asking her to read it to him or what, something like that. And I think, I think that's what he was asking. He said not to read it because. Oh, um, not to read it. Yeah, because um, she showed to look like a human. So she wouldn't have to read that around humans because they would obviously go, what the hell? Aren't you human? What are you doing? Yeah. You don't need to learn about the history of humans. So maybe she's going to be like a spy or something? Um, 
They show this in the trailer, so I think it could be a giveaway, but they show it in the trailer, so I can tell you if you want what I think it is. Yeah, go ahead. They show the flood in the trailer, which I can't wait to see, and the oh, flood's geez. moving around her, so I think she's going to be like in control, which um going to be cool to have the flood. And I get that it's different in the game, but like I said, again, I think you had to execute things well, and that sounds real corny to have a parasite that can literally take over the entire galaxy, and that's the threat of the flood is that nothing can control them. Right. That some ridiculous girl can just be like, move with me, Flood. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to have to explain that one big time, too. Yeah, they really are. And I think the, the Flood are terrifying. So oh, yeah. that's going to be interesting to see on screen. Yeah. But I, I don't think the the Covenant don't have humans in the game. They don't have, like, human no. slaves is what she seemed like. Yeah, that I think that's another thing they're trying to do to pull people in and I think that has to be different in game and has to have a mainstream audience is that for some reason there has to be somebody relatable and like, oh, we know humans to connect to it. Yeah. But I think you could have crazy-ass sci-fi and crazy creatures and not have to have a human control to relate to it or to be terrified by it. Yeah, I thought there there was a lot of criticism for her being with the high priest, prophet yeah. dude. Um, so I'm not sure how I feel about it either. Um, I guess we'll see as the show progresses. Yeah. They call her the blessed one, played by Charlie Murphy, not to be confused with Eddie Murphy's dead brother, Charlie Murphy. Um, Rest in peace. <laughs> and then on IMDb it says, uh, Makey, I think is how you say it, M-A-K-E-E -E is her name. So I don't know what that is and why they call her the blessed one it sounds real corny but... yeah that's really corny <laughs> if they say the blessed one i'm gonna laugh <laughs> oh they did last time oh yeah. they did i didn't even hear yeah, it. Yeah. the blessed one of course oh, jesus yeah they're they're kind of corny themselves though so yeah that just might be what we get from them i hope this happened in halo 2 so you should know about it um it's not like a, a crazy deep dive or anything the master chief beats up one of the prophets and he jumps on top of his uh, little scooter thing and just bash him in the head, even as Halo. That's the thing. Some of the stuff's corny and silly, but if it's not terrible and takes away from it, I'm okay with that. I think that stuff's kind of just, like, endearing almost, just, like, yeah. funny. Like, Lost has a lot of moments like that that I think people can pick apart, but I'm, I don't This adds to my enjoyment. Um, I don't actually hope they do that in the show. I think it'd be too corny, but uh, I, I, I would enjoy it. <laughs> it'd be real funny to see him. Just start bashing the crap out of the prophet's head. Well, yeah, maybe it worked better in a show because that was what made it so anticlimactic. It was in the games that it was these creatures that you knew were like the highest thing in the world. And then Master Chief couldn't ever stop it. And then eventually just jumped on his cart and doom, <laughs> doom. And then he just beat him to death. This is so dumb. <laughs> that would be pretty funny to yeah. see. Maybe maybe like a deleted scene. You can get that. Yeah. Not in the actual show. Just uh, <laughs> something they cut. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. There we go. I definitely had a typo here. I was like, "What the hell was I writing?" Um, I think the next thing we see is Quan wakes up on the ship with Master Chief. Yep. And um, then uh, kind of cuts away from that again, and you see Miranda Keys for the first time in a hologram, and played by Olive Gray, which is a real person's name, I guess. Olive. Interesting. Um, this is uh, you know, preference it with how things are now because right away people pick this apart. But she's played by a black actress named 
all of gray, as I said, which is funny to black, and then your last name's a different color. Um, <laughs> but uh, she is Miranda Keys, and her dad is uh, Captain Keys, of course. And both of them are white characters in the game. I know, like I said, as soon as you say this and you're racist, like, oh, we need white people. But I feel the same way. We haven't seen Sergeant Johnson yet, but he's a black character. Right. And I feel the same. It's not that I need white people. It's that I get that they're doing their own story and their own thing, but I feel like characters should still feel like characters and like what you expect. And I feel like neither of them look or even act like the keys. At all. Like, it was completely different. And if you had like a... Like, Sergeant Johnson is, like, the most stereotypical army man guy, always has a cigar in his mouth and real corny. Yeah, and I really and, like him. Oh, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. And if you replace him with, like, a, a classified white dude, like, oh, be yes, terrible. gentlemen, I'll go, this is fucking stupid. What are you doing? So, yeah. it's not a black-white thing. It's that I think characters should still stay like characters. And I think the only issue I'd have as far as race thing is I feel like a lot of times it's pushed um, race is pushed over the skills of acting. So I hope they didn't do that just to have black character, uh, more black actors. Yeah. But I will say, even though I don't think they act as a character should, I don't think either of them are bad actors. So hopefully that is at least something that didn't happen is that they're, oh, they were just, cause I, I guess that's the only thing I have to say is that it should really go to the person the best job. I do think characters should look like somebody but if a black actor comes in and destroys it they shouldn't then you give it, it to them yeah. yeah of course i think it should just be the most talent i think looks do have to play a part not race but like looks to a character just like master chief to look like a soldier or whatever exactly he shouldn't be <clears throat> the biggest fat guy yeah ever yeah so i think that does play a part but yeah i think skill should matter more i think that's when that kind of stuff gets kind of convoluted and people uh, blatantly and wrongly call people racist being criticized something like that instead of breaking things down kind of like the Halo show in general how people are talking about it yeah exactly um, I think yeah I, I thought they were good actors yeah in general it's just they didn't act like their characters yeah so that was a that was a nitpick but overall I thought they fit into the story yeah yeah no that's how I feel too I just I, just, I think it's odd because I think they don't act like those characters at all. Like they, if they didn't say either their names, I would have just been like, "Oh, here's a generic." Yeah, they could have just made them any yeah. any other character instead <laughs> of giving a name drop, and then we're like, "Wait, that's not yeah. what that character was." So that that was an interesting choice by them. Um, I should have when I was talking about Charlie Murphy. Uh, she is quite good looking, I should add, and it's weird because she looks kind of weird on the show. But if you look her up in real life, she's really attractive. Yeah, I'm looking and, at her now. She is very yeah. attractive. <laughs> all of Grey, you should do the same with her. It's the total opposite. In the show, I was like, oh, she's pretty good looking. And in real life, she looks crazy. It's like a different person. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> also, looking at what she's been in, I know none of this stuff. Yeah, I didn't either. So that's also an interesting choice. Let's see what the guy has been in. I thought he was all right. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, as far as the skill, I didn't have an issue with either of them. He's been in nothing of note <laughs> either. He's going to be in the new Game of Thrones show. Oh, okay. Oh, he was in Star Wars. Oh, that he was in Episode Eight though. So I don't know if that counts, but depends on the person, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, I did absolutely hate. This is a nitpicky thing and stuff that usually I notice. But Miranda Keys, the way she said "upload" was awful. She said "uh, upload," and it was like somebody that didn't. 
It was because, like, I think my issue with it, I do hate mispronunciation, weird stuff like that. I think my issue is there's so much nerd talk in this and so much, like, technical terms that you would understandably get if somebody said wrong, but upload is, like, the most common term now. Yeah, up, everyone says upload. Yeah, so the like fact who? that that was the one that I was like, <laughs> why did you say it like that? I even said that while we were watching it. I didn't. Anybody else I didn't it. catch that at all. <laughs> I was, stop it! What are you doing? <laughs> Upload. Upload. Um, Start saying it like that, just for you. Yeah, this is gonna be the first and last episode. <laughs> um, We're canceling the show, guys. So, while he is, um, you know, in the camera, if he's still in the hologram with, I almost said her real name with, uh, Miranda Keys, or if it switches over to Halsey. I think it is Halsey. I think I have it wrong on here. Ha. But, the hologram to Ha. Or, no, or, Master Chief is talking about, I think it must be to Halsey. He's talking about the object he touched. Oh, yeah, yeah, that scene. Yeah, yep. and uh, this is the part that was funny. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be funny either, but I laughed. Uh, she's like, so what happened when you touched it? Like, I saw things when I touched the object. There's woods, a white dog. A family. I think it's just the fact that he's so stoic <laughs> and like such a, you picture him being like a heroic, masterful thing that when he says a white dog. I was like, yeah, what? no, that, that part was funny. I <laughs> definitely laughed also when he said a white dog and just the family part too. Uh-huh. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, they could have, I think it would have even been fine if it was like a wolf or something. I think. A white dog just sounds so innocent and stupid. Way too innocent. From the, yeah, yeah, from this fucking bulky thing. Like, we just watched this guy slaughter so many aliens, and he's just like, I saw a white dog <laughs> in a family. Yeah, that's actually uh, some of the stuff I was just laughing at, but everybody started laughing at that part, so that probably wasn't a good sign that the entire room of people were laughing at that. Right. I don't <laughs> think they were going for that. That was definitely supposed to be, like, yeah. a serious line, and it definitely just turned into a really big joke. Um. So this is where um, it was Halsey, yeah, because she starts realizing that he's probably seeing things from his past, it seems like. and Yeah, she realizes that almost yeah. as soon as he says it. She's like, oh, crap, he's not supposed to be remembering that stuff. Yeah, and the rest of the UNSC is uh, fully against that, but you can tell Halsey is like trying to protect him. Yeah. And I think that's where, I think this is where the storyline starts opening up, and you see that she's part of the UNSC, but that she cares more about the Spartans. And yeah, you can tell that of, it's like, these are something that I helped create. Yeah, and kind of go rogue for them, even though yeah. she's part of something bigger. Um, something small that, well, it's pretty fucking obvious, but it's small as far as the detail. Hearing Master Chief walk in his footsteps was so fucking cool, I loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I think some people are going to make fun of it and think it's distracting and over the top, but if you're in a metal ship in space and there's a giant metal fucking armor walking around is going to clank and sound like, it. yeah. It's like we hear Darth Vader's footsteps. Yeah. Because he's in a big-ass suit on a spaceship. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. I liked it. And we didn't, I know you talked a little bit, I didn't really add to it. Yeah, I think his suit is fucking awesome. That's a, a big criticism. I don't know if you noticed a lot of people are criticizing yeah. it. said it looks rubber and that it looks generic and cheap or cosplay. I was like, no, I want this cosplay because that thing looks fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like that's the best cosplay I've seen. If uh-huh. that's what it is, no, I, I had no problems with it. I don't see the criticism with that. That was it was good. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
Then we see Captain Keys, as we said, for the first time, played by Danny Spinney, I think. Um, is that how you say it? Sapini? Sapini? Danny Sapini? I think. Sapini? That sounds funny. We're going to go with Danny Sapini. Danny Sapini. Um, and we kind of already touched on him. I just wanted to try and have the characters in here. Um, this was a. I think a genuinely funny line. I assume it, well, it was definitely trying to be funny. She was like, what? Uh, Kwan was talking to Master Chief and she was like, what? You don't eat? You probably remember this. And he was like, didn't see anything I liked. And she was like, what is it that you like? And he's like, nuts, bolts, microchips. And then silent. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. I was, when he I said think, that, is, <laughs> I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it actually at first. I thought he was being sincere, so I literally had my hands on Oh, my God. Fucking. He's still human. This robot. This robot's talking about eating microchips. This is so fucking corny. And then when he said that was a joke, I was like, okay. And I would hate that in the game because that's not his character. But clearly, they're taking a different angle. So, I think that's yeah. why I didn't mind it as much. That was all right. He's going he's gonna to be different. So, you kind of got to judge it for what it is. Not, like I said, I think there are certain aspects you can judge it for failing and not being what you know is Halo, but stuff like that. I think it's right. kind of just criticizing the show as it is. They're really trying to humanize Master Chief yeah. in the in the show, which is okay. I mean, we have to be attached, I guess, yeah. to the characters, which, I mean, I'm attached in general to the video games, but... Oh, uh, I am too, and the more... It's funny, you haven't played the later Halos where they go way more into, without showing his face, a connection of Master Chief and making him feel more human, so yeah. that's why, yeah, even more so I don't see why they thought it was necessary to do that because you played the games at least do that and you'd be okay with it. The later games do it so much more where they make him humanize without showing his helmet or showing his face and you can do it just fine. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they took that route. Well, I guess they they want us to go past the helmet Yeah, is the big thing. Um, So this is where you figure out Master Chief killed Quan's mom. And yeah, I was like, Damn. Yeah. He, uh, and they're just discussing it, though. And it's like a casual discussion. Yeah. Ha's just like, he killed my mother. And he's just like, yes, <laughs> pretty much. Like, he had no chill. He was just like, yeah, that were, those were my orders. I killed her. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yeah, and then as he's talking to her, the UNSC ship is talking in his head about how uh, there's somebody he needs to take out. And then on his HUD, which I don't think I've said yet, but that's... Like all the stuff you see is a head up, heads up display. Yeah, and uh, pops up on his HUD with a message to uh, terminate Quan Ha. And I don't think this part is supposed to be funny either, but we all laughed because you just see her like casually eating, and then it pops up, <laughs> and they, like, what's your name? And then Quan Ha, and you can tell with my, oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that I was like, I was actually like, damn, like <laughs> this just got real. Is my thoughts when it popped up. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, "Oh shit, I don't want to kill her. Like, I, I already killed her mom. Now I got to kill yeah. her." So yeah, that was uh, I could see how that would be funny. But I was just like, "Damn." Oh yeah, no, it is serious. I think like I said that's why I know it's not supposed to be funny. But it's one of those just dark things that is funny because of how they did it. Yeah, and watching it in a group would be way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where Master Chef, Master Chef, almost said it, uh, Master Chief disconnects the link with the UNSC because they have like the view of him and be able to tell his every move and everything and 
they can lose all video feed and can't tell what he's doing anymore. Right, the only yeah. thing they have track is his helmet at this point. And I think that's where Halsey really starts flipping because uh or flipping sides because they're like, Oh god, we gotta get the we gotta stop him and then Halsey's you can tell kinda of thinking the opposite of that and protecting him. Yeah. And uh then you can see this where they tried to humanize it more. Master Chief takes off his helmet. Which like I said I think uh Ha wait, maybe I'm I might be thinking wrong order. Oh you're good. What you thinking? But uh when she well, they lose oxygen, so this might be later. It's after. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, keep I, going. We'll get into that. I think I could be wrong now. Uh, no, you're right, because he has his helmet on still, so that's before it, because he has his helmet on during it. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he shuts off the connection with USN, USN, UNSC, and then that's their last defense is to try and shut off oxygen to him. That's right. what they try and do to... Yeah, and I think then he figures out how to turn it back on. Is what happens? Yeah, he like there's some wires he messes with. And yeah, then, part is a little corny. And... Yeah, and I was like, oh, the oxygen's back because you know Master Chief is cool and knows how to do that. Yeah, and then he somehow didn't know how to do something that he's like, "Why? Well, I need your help." And she started doing it, and she couldn't figure it out. And then fucking shot with a battle rifle and fixed it. I'm pretty sure Master Chief would know how to do any of this, but okay. Yeah, like all right, <laughs> we'll, we'll go for it. Uh-huh. But uh, I think that. So they cut the feed, he cuts the feed to the ship, and then they cut off the oxygen. Yeah. And then they both pass out, or she, Ha passes out first. Yeah. Then he starts to, and then gets it back on. And throws her off like she's a fucking blanket. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, that's the, did we skip a scene? I don't know if we skipped a scene or not, but. I don't think so. You notice anything? Good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we did. Okay. Yeah. So that's when, um, Quan is gonna kill Master Chief, and he makes a comment about his suit being too strong. Yeah. I, I don't really don't know what you're thinking. That's why I was thinking as well. Like, you're gonna fucking shoot this thing? Are you looking at him? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I uh-huh. was like, is she really about to shoot Master Chief? <laughs> Take one shot to his head, and then just walk over and smack her to death. Yeah, um, we could get a jumping in the air and just punching the shit out of her. <laughs> That would have been a twist. Imagine the goriness. <laughs> Just like brutally murder Ha in the first episode. So he tries to reason with her, even though he could just fucking murder her because I guess he's a nice guy. So he takes off his helmet. And he's like, no, he just kills her mom. Yeah. So <laughs> He's like, you're going to have to shoot me here. And then he's vulnerable. And that's what could real, real twist it. All right, cool. Um, but uh, that works. And she puts down the gun and they start working together. She likes... The humanizing part is what we were talking about. Yeah. But I guess the taking off the helmet makes her think, oh, he's friendly. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Uh-huh. Because it's like, wait, this guy killed your mom. You are you still don't want to kill him? <laughs> oh, now I can see his face. That's the face that killed my mom. It's like, oh, it's a nice face. We won't kill him. He is a, a damn looking, good, damn good looking guy, though. Yeah, they did get a good guy to play Master Chief. Also, I've seen a lot of interviews with him. I would say people can fake stuff. Who knows? But he seems like a genuinely nice guy, especially for... Somebody's in Hollywood and seems to have it all and really good looking. He seems super down to earth and normal, which always makes me like people more. Like I said, maybe he's faking it, but even if people can fake it, you can usually get a hint of it in interviews. Even if they're acting nice, be like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, you can kind of tell. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, this person's shitty. They're killing puppies at night. Yeah, being nice, you can kind of tell by how they're hurrying up or not really answering or he seems super down to earth. 
Um, but uh, then the UN, UNSC goes all out because they can. This is uh, actually the biggest criticism I've heard. I don't know how much you've heard about how it just escalates way too quickly. Yeah. And they go all out and feel like it's just one girl and they're going this crazy. I think. I don't think it's because of the girl. I think it's because they don't know what's happening with Master Chief at this point. Because that's, I guess we did skip one thing. He takes off his helmet, and that's the last line connection they had there. He took his helmet off, so now he can't track him at all. Yeah. So I think that's what they're going after. Yeah, I don't think, they don't care about Ha. Yeah. Ha is, like, just a side piece. They're just like, well, well, we can kill her either way. Yeah. Uh, Master Chief is the big problem, because that's, like, their biggest weapon against the Covenant. And they're like, well, why is he uh, going rogue right now? Yeah. And maybe that's the expectation of knowing the games, why people aren't really thinking that one through, but he's a good guy. You don't send a whole armada after him, but this is a different story, and you have to think context of them. He's done nothing but follow orders, and then... All of a sudden, he's just... Yeah, so who knows what he's going to do. A rebel? Like, it's really weird, and I could understand why you're like, okay, mobilize the entire military. Even if it's just one guy, it's one guy that's been proven to be able to take out hundreds and hundreds of people without any efforts so yeah i think they say at one point in the episode how many uh covenant equal to a spartan or something yeah like that. i don't remember what it is it's like a yeah. hundred to like one or something yeah. like that it's a crazy number but we understand because we play the games yeah and definitely are killing hundreds of aliens <laughs> per mission so i think that part makes sense i think that's the weirdest criticism i've heard and maybe i'm wrong i said maybe they really are that concerned about the girl but i don't think that that's not how i'm seeing it yeah i think that was misinterpreted that's they're definitely concerned about master chief even a lot of people here are saying that they're like what why the hell are they going this hard in on it and even like some of the people play the games all the time i, was like, I don't think it's what's happening but I yeah he just ha just happens to be also in the ship yeah they're they're worried about master chief yeah that's what i'm going to take it as and other people want to interpret it different then go for it yeah like i said we'll see as the story goes on maybe it is that and then that would be a different story maybe something criticized based off of how they do it but yeah I, i'm not sure what she has that's so valuable yeah besides the fact that she won't um i think there was an earlier part in the episode where she they were trying to get her to say the spartans were good yeah. so maybe i mean that doesn't make sense why you would have to kill her because of that Oh, yeah, that is something I skipped. I'm glad you brought that up. Miranda Keys is trying to get her to, yeah, to put was, out a message. Uh, it was as she was on the ship yeah. before Master Chief and her yeah. talk. She's trying to put out a positive message and kind of propaganda about the UNSC and yeah. how I was reading through it. Yeah, and she was like, nope, we, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, pretty much. <laughs> Which, like I said, that part is more realistic. In the games, you only see the positive aspect, which it is true that the positive would outweigh the negative, but you know there would be the people that see the opposite way and take it personal, even though the greater good is definitely what they're doing. Right, because they're trying to stop the human race from being yeah. annihilated. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, after he takes off his helmet, you keep seeing that they're going all out on him like we talked about, and you see him getting... Crazy amount of pelicans in the air, ton of marines. This is your first sight of warthogs, multiple of them drive yep. by. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Looked incredible. Yeah. And I don't remember her name. Do you remember the um, main UNSC girl that's not Halsey? She has an accent. I'm trying to what I'm talking about. I think so. I don't okay. know her name, though. I was going to... I don't want to throw myself under the bus here. I was going to say she's black. I don't know if she te- technically is or not, but... 
Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The uh, she's like the big boss. Yeah. The, uh, what's her name? I'll find actress. Admiral. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> that would work. You can just say it's a trap every time Master Chief walks off the ship. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time we see her. Well, no, we see her multiple times in that yeah, episode. No, yeah, you see her quite a bit. I was just realizing I never really said her name. And uh... Admiral, it cuts off. I don't know why it cuts <laughs> off. It starts with an M. It's Admiral... It keeps cutting off, like oh, when no, I click good. on it. But uh, yeah, the ad. She's an Indian actress. Oh, see, I, that's why I didn't want really to go all in on it, so that she didn't really, can tell for sure. Definitely did not exactly look. Show. Oh. Um, but yeah, she's an Indian actress, and okay. she is the admiral. We're just gonna go with that because yeah. it keeps cutting off. Um, so she's the main one giving the UNSC orders to uh, take down Master Chief or figure out what's happening with him, and Ha. Um, but as that's happening, I said Halsey's doing the opposite, and this is where she tells the rest of Silver Team, the other Spartans, to this is where you really get the flip. She says, uh, um, uh, "Don't obey those orders and kill anything and try and stop Master Chief," which would be the entire UNSC. Yeah, and the UNSC doesn't know that though, so they're just marching with them, thinking that they're all together. And, oh, this is so badass! And I thought that was crazy. I was like, "Yes, protect Master Chief! Like, please, let's see it." Um, yeah, that was that was good. I was like, "Yes." Yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, and they're just all walking next to the soldiers, just <laughs> casually, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we got other Spartans too. What you gonna do, Master Chief?" And I was like, "Oh, you guys are in for a fun night." Yeah. <laughs> so then, um. They're all waiting outside the Pelican that Master Chief and Ha are in because it uh, crashes down on right by them, so they're kind of surrounding it. Yeah, they're all, like, inching closer. Yeah, and then Master Chief, uh, the object is on the ship again, so he goes to grab it, and then he does, and he gets another flashback of um, random things. And, Probably uh, a dog in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> um, a giant blast happens. It appears to be an EMP blast because all the electronics go down. Yeah, that's what I... I figured it was an EMP. Yeah, it seems like it. Typical sci-fi weapon. Which seems odd because then their Pelican powers up. I don't know why that's the one thing. I was like, all right. Um, I noticed that too. I yeah. was like, okay, so the it destroys everything else's power, but here we go. There's yeah. it's back online. I don't know if there's a maybe he actually like is connected to her. I mean, it's just one of those cheesy things that isn't going to explain because sci-fi and you need to move the story along. Yeah. Um. So. That happens, and then they take off, and the whole episode was feeling like The Mandalorian to me. I think this is where it just so, truly solidified, and I'm like, this is just The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. The chief is leaving with Quan, and they're sitting side by side, taking off. Now, replace fucking Quan with Baby Yoda. And, <laughs> and it's Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if uh, Luke Skywalker shows up, <laughs> In season two, then we know why. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spoilers yeah, so. if you haven't seen Mandalorian <laughs> season two. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, I still enjoyed it though. But like I said that uh, couldn't really shake that, especially with that ending. Especially so in the ship, like yeah. just flying off, because that's that's how like every Mandalorian episode ends. 
Yeah, I was even joking during the episode. I was like, Plon's just Baby Yoda. And then it ended with the exact, no fucking way. Are you shitting me? <laughs> so yeah, um, it just ends after they fly off. Um, which is interesting, because where are they going to go? Yeah. Is my first question. Yeah, that I can't wait to see what happens next, which is, I said that's, uh, I think, a good thing about weekly episodes. And also... Even a lot of shows I watch now, I watch. I'm just like, oh, I gotta watch it again. I like anticipating this. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next. And I feel like most shows I watch are not like that anymore. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'll watch that, I guess. So it's nice to look forward to something. But yeah, I don't know what the next episode opens like. I don't know if it's gonna open like exactly where they're taking off, or maybe do the kind of thing where you're not seeing that and it goes back to that later. Yeah, like another scene to yeah. open up. I'm assume. Meaning they're just going to explore the galaxy or try to figure out how to get Chief back in with the UN, UNSC. UNSC. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a college. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't, because obviously the Covenant are usually the bad guys yeah. in Halo. So it was interesting that they kind of made Master Chief the bad, like not the bad guy, but he's not following orders. Yeah. So. I guess I didn't really think about it actually until you just said that. That is kind of, they do kind of, uh, I kept saying how in the games you never see this aspect of it. In the fifth one you do, and this is an spoiler, they show it, set up in the trailer. There's um, Commander Locke, he's another Spartan, and he has a whole group of Spartans that are hunting down the Master Chief because there's this whole angle of the Master Chief um, went against UNSC. So I guess yeah. we kind of do have. I don't think it's going to fall with that, but I guess we have seen this before. Okay. So I'd be curious to see how they do it. So I feel criticized by for that, and I think there's things they could have done better, but generally I thought that was interesting. Hey, yeah, and me. I haven't played five, so yeah. got to get on that Yeah. now because that sounds interesting. There was a – I wish I would have said it while we were watching it because now a lot of people picked up on it, but uh, there was a Mass Effect Easter egg in here. I don't know if you played Mass Effect. I've only I played a little bit of the first one, and it was recent, and I didn't like the graphics, and it kind of oh, turned that's me off. Because I feel like you fucking love the world of it. Yeah, and it it seemed interesting, and it just fell off completely. But no, I haven't played it. I gotcha. I didn't say it because it just seemed too too coincidental. There, I didn't put it in order of this. I should have, and I noticed while we were watching it the first time, even. They're, it's one of the times where they're flying around or they're like talking to command or whatever and they talk about Commander Shepard and I was like I almost said it out loud I was like, ah, that's probably just me being way too nerdy and overthinking this because that's not connected to Halo and that's probably just like a generic there's probably thousands of commanders and right. like, that's probably just a coincidence but I should have put it in here I guess people picked up on it and the thing they say after that is relevant to Mass Effect as well so it's definitely a Mass Effect Easter egg which I think is cool. I think it's really fucking random. I know the original Mass Effect originally was a um, exclusive for Xbox, so maybe that's the reason. Maybe there'll be more things like that. Maybe it'll be Gears of War or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, but because that one just seemed, unless there's big like somebody, one of the writers, is a big fan of Mass Effect or something. That just seems so random to have a Mass Effect Easter egg yeah. in Halo. Yeah, yeah that is kind of random. But I thought that was really cool. What um, was the? What was the, it? Was just the Commander Shepard thing. Yeah, they say something after that, and that's why people knew it for sure it was a Mass Effect. They say something about, like, um, in reference to one of the planets or 
species or something in Mass Effect. Okay. So they're like telling to go after that. Interesting. So they're trying to merge universes here. Like, yeah, I, think, I don't think they'll actually do that, but I think they're trying to get people like to think that, like to yeah. imagine in. Like, oh, now there's there's going to be a Mass Effect show. Yeah, which would be fucking great. Um, <laughs> um, anything else you want to add? Yeah, there's a lot of little things, but yeah, there were there was a lot in the episode, and I thought they did a really good job. And it was 50 minutes, 58 minutes, something like that. Which is, I was kind of concerned that they were going to go like the Boba Fett route and give us a 30 minute episode. I, I'm with you on that, especially because when I was looking at, I tried to avoid reviews of the show because I knew they always say they're spoiler free, but they spoil. They're like, oh, this right. part. So I just looked up a couple of articles and scrolled through like past their impressions and everything. So I was trying to figure out how long the episode was before, because before they put it on Paramount Plus, I couldn't find it anywhere. And every review is talking about how the first week you're going to get two episodes and they're hour long. And I was like, oh shit, that means they're really a half hour and they're combining them. Yeah. But I guess the reviewers weren't paying attention because they got to see the first two episodes and we only got to see the first one. So they're lucky. Yeah. So even, even more glad I didn't look at those reviews because it would have really spoiled Really it. spoiled, yeah. Um, because that led to me to think if they saw the first two and it's an hour long, then they combined two episodes into one hour one. Yeah. But this was obviously just one true one episode, so that means they're all going to be an hour long or an hour long. Yeah, I'm hoping they're all, you know, 56, yeah. you know, 50 minutes to an yeah. hour. Which I think is great because, yeah, I think it would be way too rushed for a show like this to have 30 minutes. Yeah, no, that's just – I think that it's – and that's a criticize, criticism for Mandalorian – that I have is that some of the episodes are 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm only, it's comparing it to Mandalorian just cause it kind of feels like it <laughs> and just the sci-fi and the, they, they really kind of copied it just a little bit <laughs> or a lot. <laughs> no, they did. We'll just see how much they stray from that. Hopefully they, I liked Mandalorian, but hopefully it becomes its own thing. Yeah. But we'll see as the season goes on. And, and I'm hopeful for the rest of the season. I, I, I think it's going to be good. And I enjoyed the, First episode, uh, what did you, uh, what would you rate it out of 10? Ooh. How many Spartan warriors out of 10 would you give it? How many Haas? Um, I feel like this might seem weird as, because we're going to do this each week. I don't think we said that yet either. It's going to be a weekly thing. Yeah, we're, um, we'll be back next week. Um, but I think it'll be weird because I think this could be higher or lower depending on how the season goes because I feel like I'm judging it based off of knowing it was a pilot episode. Which that's what I was, was going to say. I think I have criticisms, and like I said, quite a few, but that's because I'm so such a big fan. I'm more critical of it. I feel like that's something weird that people do when they're big fans of something. They think that you can't criticize it, but I think it's where oh, I, do. I criticize it most. Like Star Wars is one of my yeah. favorite franchises, and I criticize everything. Like, like uh, little details, everything. So, And even with Halo, like I know quite a bit, yeah. but I'm not the – I mean, I'm a fan of it, but I'm not I'm like not crazy where like – I need to nitpick every little thing, yeah. but I totally get it. Yeah, I think it's weird if people don't do that and don't see that that means you care about something more, that you're trying to not nitpick it to be negative, but because you're so fascinated by it. Yeah, like you like the little detail things. Yeah. Like I said, I grew up a Nintendo, definitely preferring Nintendo. I still like Nintendo now, but you'll hear me make fun of Nintendo more than anyone because they do such ridiculous things. Yeah. That I'm just like, what are you doing? Um but the point of saying that was that I really enjoyed it, and it's got me looking forward to what the rest of it is, which I think that's exactly what a pilot episode of a new series should do. It might not be, by the end of it, it might not be the best episode by the end of the series, 
it might not be the most exciting thing, but I think it should be enjoyable and get you, I think the potential of it should be better than what the first episode is. Yeah. So judging it from that angle, I would say nine. I think I said, it seems weird sitting so high with all my criticisms, but I think you also have to think of what a pilot episode's goal should be. Yeah. I thought as a pilot episode, it knocked it out of the park. Like I have it as a nine also. Oh, okay. Just because it was excellent as a pilot episode. It gave us great action at the beginning. Yeah. The middle was good as far as story. And then at the end, it's like, oh, I'm curious what's going to happen for the rest of the series. Yeah. So it gave good plot points and a lot of stuff they can go off of. So it was a really good pilot episode. Yeah. The pilot episode uh, also, if people don't know, is the first episode of an entire series. I feel like I say it to a lot of people now. Like when he's flying, or which part are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, no, like the first episode. Oh, wh- why a pilot episode then? So I just throw that in there. Yeah, just a clarification <laughs> for pilot episodes. But they're um, they're important as far as series goes, and yeah. I, they did a really good job. And even if you don't play Halo, I feel like you could watch this and oh, really enjoy it as a sci-fi fan. I think maybe... I don't know. I would say maybe even more because you won't nitpick and you won't have all these built-in expectations. But yeah. I guess I could go either way because even though I nitpicked it, I was like probably freaking out about things that normal people wouldn't. So I guess works kind of both ways as far as potential of it. Right. I mean, just him falling out of the Pelican for the first time landing, like that was incredible. Uh-huh. And even if you're not a fan of Halo, seeing a guy in that armor land like that, you know it's awesome. His rubber suit? Yeah, his rubber duck suit. <laughs> I will say something that I didn't say about the episode. I agree with you. That first 15 minutes fucking <laughs> was so unexpected and blew it out of the water. And I don't need action 24-7. Like I said, I think that's actually one of my favorite things about Halo that I think people criticize unfairly is that there's no story. You just run around and shoot. I love the uh, violence in Halo. I love killing. I love the all of that, but what I love more is the the world and the war and the storytelling. Yeah, the cutscenes so, and stuff are so amazing, yeah. and just the actual story behind everything. Yeah, so I don't need 24-7 action, but at the same time, it felt very front-loaded with, we have, we know you want this, and then kind of just disappeared, which I think is okay, especially for particular episodes. I'm just hoping that that wasn't their budget, like, all right, here's our action, and then the rest is story. I feel we like we got political stuff coming yeah. for you. <laughs> I feel like that's fine and even good to have storytelling and building characters, but I think you need action throughout it. And I think that's one thing this episode didn't do well is that it hit so heavy and then just literally dropped off. It did drop off a lot. The first like yeah, the first fifteen minutes was all action and I think the rest of the episode there was not one gun fired. Yeah, even the ending, like the build-up, it wasn't really action. It was kind of just suspense for like five minutes, and then it was over. Yeah, I was like, oh, this maybe in the next episode you'll yeah. get more action. Which I'm hoping that there is, like you said, scattered throughout the yeah. episode, not just one big fight scene dialogue the entire time after. Yeah, that's their 10 million each episode. Like, All right, we got a 15-minute crazy scene, and then hope you guys know how to act. Blow as many heads off as possible. <laughs> that's, uh... That's something I'm most curious to see is that there's so much we haven't seen. We haven't seen Cortana. Like I said, I don't know how much of this is going to be in there. We haven't seen Cortana. We haven't seen Sergeant Johnson. Sergeant Johnson. We haven't seen Lord Hood, which he's awesome and a, an actual real actor. He's the dude that played the original Hellboy. 
Oh, so yeah. So it'd be cool if they just yeah. had him in there, but they'll probably do something weird and not get him in there. <laughs> um, which I said, that one make no sense because Steve Downs make it feel like he's not an actual actor, but that dude is a, a bona fide, real, true actor. Um, you haven't seen, on the Covenant side, you haven't really seen anybody. You haven't seen Grunts. You haven't seen Jackals. Yeah, all we saw was the uh, Elites and yeah. Prophet Man. And Grunts, I think, could be one of the best parts, how, especially for non-Halo fans, the uh, adorableness, but at the same time, the terrifying nature of how ridiculous they are. And Yeah. I think that could be fucking awesome. I think there could be some really good uh, comedy opportunities with the Grunts, Yeah, and I'm really hoping they capitalize on that. Yeah, so I think there's so much that we haven't seen. Um, that's what gets me so excited. And we haven't even seen the Needler, which is easily the most iconic Halo weapon. And if this show is as violent as it started out, the Needler is probably not just going to be something that goes in and then a big purple explosion happens. It's probably going to see every needle like stick in them. And oh, there's going to be blood with every yeah, needle. Yeah, the body will explode from the inside. Something crazy. It's going to be insane. And there's so many good weapons in Halo. Like oh, there's yeah. the gravity hammer. I mean, we saw the sniper rifle, but, like, just the alien weapons, the uh, the Brutes weapon. I don't know what it's called. The um, pistol thing that shoots the yellow. Oh, the mower? Yeah, that like thing. Maybe shotgun? Yeah. yeah. That thing's awesome. Uh, the There's, like, the cannon thing that the um, aliens have. It's like basically a bazooka, but for the aliens. Um, Probably the plasma cannons? Yeah, plasma about? cannon. Okay. I don't know all the names for them. Oh, you're good. There's so many good weapons yeah. that we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen it. Did we see a shotgun for the humans yet? I don't think we did. No, I think the uh, the peons had them at the beginning. But the peons, not a, yeah. Not a UNSC <laughs> gun. Which, obviously, their bullets sucked. Yeah. Since they couldn't kill one elite soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like that's what they were trying to go for, I guess, though, to be fair. Oh, I said that was Christmas of mine, but I guess they were supposed to be like scavengers and just get whatever they can, so I guess... Maybe that's what they're saying. That they don't have the firepower that military does. I think it was it was really to show how cool the Spartans are. Just yeah. really, they were just there to die, pretty much. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. They yeah. were expendable. They died. General Ha died. He's not much of a general because I didn't really see see much going for him. Yeah. Um. One thing I didn't like: if you don't have premium, there was a. They made you watch an ad. There was a break right at the end of them flying off, and then it came back, and there's just credits. So he made me sit there a fucking ad to watch credits. That's so. Uh, that's so evil <laughs> and like teasing. Especially when there, I was like, all right, well, maybe there's something at the end. Maybe they'll be like, here's Cortana, and then just ends. So, you fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should get the premium. I'm not trying to sit. I don't remember the ad at the end. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it the credits be. just. Well, might be a timing thing. Maybe not everybody's the same. Maybe it randomizes where ads are. Maybe yeah. it's got bad luck. But that's yeah. terrible timing. If that is, <laughs> if that's just the case, just for some people they gave the ad at the end, and others they didn't. Yeah. Just to mess with them. That's what I would do. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add for this first episode? No, that was that's all I got. Yeah, um, I'm excited for episode two, and just the entire series as a whole. Hopefully there's not too much of like a lag in the middle of the series and like a, you know, some series we get like really good first episode, terrible middle episodes, and then they like go all out at the end. Hopefully it's consistent throughout the entire series. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I said, I don't even care if some episode. I know this isn't what you're saying. I'm not responding to that part. 
I don't even care if some episodes are slower, like story building episodes. I just think you have to have like cons- some kind of consistency through the series. Not every episode, though. So. Yeah, and I'm okay with story building. Yeah, I just think you gotta do it well yeah. to make it a good show. No, I'm with you. Um, well, we're gonna do this every week. We uh, are recording this on a Tuesday, so we're only a couple episodes away from episode two, and uh, then we'll figure out the next time we're recording for our review of episode two. I'm guessing as the episodes goes go on, we'll probably have shorter episodes because I feel like this is kind of like a breakdown of the start of the series, so yeah. probably is the hardest one to talk about or the most interesting one to talk about too probably as far as that goes. But uh, let us know what you guys thought in the comments, if you guys liked the show, if you hated it, if you have any uh, funny moments we missed or Easter eggs or if you saw anything in Advisor. And um, as always, you can send any corrections, questions, or feedback to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. Anything else, sir? No, that was it. It was fun. It was. I'm glad to have you on. You'll have to be on for a a real episode at some point. Oh, yeah. We'll bring you guys all types of content. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Hey guys, thank you if you made it through uh, our rambling of the first episode of the Halo TV series. I wanted to give a heads up if you listened or watched this far, then you probably care about us enough to uh, know that how long it's been since we've done anything. And this is our first time Aaron's been on, I think I said our Aaron. Aaron has been on any of our content, and I think he did awesome. Let him know in the comments what you think. But the reason I wanted to add this was to say I know how long it's been since we recorded anything. And the Halo breakdowns slash reviews will be a weekly thing till Halo ends. And hopefully continue in Season 2. But we are trying to figure out all the normal shows. The current backloggers, proper, um, pigskin over pizza, things we shouldn't admit. So... Didn't forget about it, and I've been thinking about them nonstop, so hopefully you guys have as well, and hopefully we'll have an announcement on exactly what's going to be going on soon, but thanks for supporting us.